0: Uh, all for Detroit sports and more we even talk pizza so thanks for tuning in and uh, spread the word Christopher Media let's make some noise welcome to Sporty the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions and now here are your hosts
1: number 105 I'm Chris I'm rich I'm finally the fucking ice man I'm finally got it figured out Goddamn it (laughs) <laughs> just changed devices uh, yeah so uh, uh, yeah sports and uh, real news cross paths this week good good times I mean is there any great way to bring this up the whole incident with the Madden tournament down in Jacksonville I,
0: not really just to bring it up I
1: mean it's all there
0: is to it yeah uh, I mean, just another yeah. one of those things. You know, it's it, it, it is it is the perfect opportunity for all the jackasses to show their fucking ass. And we don't know all the facts. Have no idea exactly what this shooting's about. People are refusing to look at facts. You know. Uh, the fact that it's been reported that it was a uh, tournament in a pizza place that was thrown together by the pizza place—that's incorrect. These guys travel together, and it's like a touring circuit. They play against each other all the time, all right. And all the 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 pearl clutching mommies and 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 you know, I'm gonna go outside and everything that's manly has to hurt and be painful. Daddies want to say that this is because of video games it's like, yeah, so what's your excuse when any other shooting happens? Is, is that the new thing? It's, it's video games. Can't, can't it just be a sick fuck? Is it that hard for us to say that? It, it, you know what, though? And I, I won't even
2: go that it's a sick fuck. Uh, we, the, the reason I feel this is has been talked about on this podcast, at nauseum. It is a failure in parenting these days uh, I'm sick of everybody just letting it slide and it's mental illness and it's video games and it's Marilyn Manson I'm sick of all that shit this shit didn't happen when I was a kid didn't happen when there were generations before us it's happening now okay I mean we joke about it and we tease them and we say it's millennial and blah blah, blah but it is god damn it that's it I've had enough I, you, 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 I'm kind of
1: with you, you on this one I like no, we, there's there's there's, there's someone building these monsters we, we we might we have to start maybe taking a look at that
2: you know one of my friends on facebook said it the best everybody says it's mental illness it's this it's that he was competent enough to buy gun two guns yeah. he was competent enough to make a plan to do this
1: see now with this there's, there's many facets to this conversation because he was he was mentally ill I believe I did see something today that uh said that he has actually sought treatment for mental illness in the past and the other part of it is like there's it the system obviously in we could argue the system obviously in Florida is broken it's probably super easy to get a gun in Florida but so, see
0: he didn't buy him in Florida he bought him in Baltimore uh, where uh, he's from There we go. See, that's what I'm saying. That's the facts don't matter to the people who the minute this happened, their pussies got wet and their dicks got hard because now they can go on the Internet and yell at each other That's and they can can, can point fingers at people because that's what makes them feel good.
1: I'm sure this has been another toxic masculinity conversation. You got it. It's toxic masculinity. It's video games. It's this
0: is what happens with competitive behavior and sports. Uh, any any pet issue that someone hates, they have an excuse to th- to point a finger at, somehow, regardless of the facts. In fact, they refuse to look at the facts.
2: They it, don't want to hear the
0: facts. Then you know it's, what,
2: Rich? Let let it continue. I, I'm done trying to explain it to them. Then fine, it's toxic masculinity, it's competitive nature. Let it continue. Let everybody shoot up every place. If you're not going if to, if those folks are not going to finally say, you know what, it's a failure in parenting, then fuck them. Let their kids die. I, I've had enough. You can email me. You can call me what you want. I, don't, I, I can't take it anymore.
0: When well, you things. say goodbye, the, the people, I, I, and I agree with you on this because
1: parents just don't want to hear it. They don't hear that. That might be their fault. There might be some yeah. accountability. The you cry, know
0: what? The cry it's, of it, the, the, the battle cry of a bad parent is, "I did my best," and it's usually it, after their kid is fucked up majorly.
2: The number one thing, especially here in America, that nobody wants to do, and they will kill their fucking mother before they do it, is say, "You know what? I'm wrong." I don't care who it is—anybody from your fucking teacher to your plumber to your boss, your kid's teacher, your kid, your parent, nobody, your, your, your fellow podcast family. hosts. Fellow podcaster, nobody wants to say, you know what? I was wrong, and to and and to get this situation righted, the ship back to right, people are going to have to start saying, "Fuck, we did this the wrong way." Our kids are growing up
0: way wrong. Well, you and know, I, nobody's I brought, going to do that. I brought this up on Unregimented. I guess it applies to this story, so I'll bring it up here. You know, the whole self-esteem movement, every feeling you have is valid. Self-esteem is the most important thing in a child's life. You know, all that shit started roughly, you know, 35, 40 years ago. And the people at the forefront of that, pushing that, have now overwhelmingly said, we were wrong. Period. That's, no. It... it you focus too much on self-esteem, you validate every single thought, every, everything a child says, and you never correct them, and you end up with the world we're in right now. The world where it doesn't matter, well, you, could, you could walk someone over to a glass of water, stick their finger in it and go, that's water, and they will argue with you that it's not. Because they don't like you, or they don't like your politics, or they don't like... What the, the way you part your hair? What the fuck ever? It's not about what the, what 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 is an observable fact. It's about I don't like you. I'm not going to let you win. And it goes back to what you're saying. People yeah, you can't say, "Hey, I was wrong. I fucked up. Sorry." Yeah, you
2: take those two and put them together, and you got this this way we're we're living. I mean, when I was growing up, I was taught. If a adult touches you in the wrong place, you fucking report it. I don't care if it's your coach, I don't care who it is. But nowadays it's 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 okay if your coach touches you there or bangs you in the shower. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you lay down and 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 the doctor touches and fingers and it's all going to make you all better. You don't tell anybody. Bullshit. And it's okay that you, you're always the winner. Nobody ever loses today. But when they get out in the world and they find out, no, no. I'm about to lose. They snap.
0: Well, have you ever watched uh, like Madden Nation? Uh, it used to be on ESPN. I don't know if it, if it even airs on ESPN. Every year when Madden comes out, they would pick like ten or whatever of the best Madden players from the previous game season, and they would have them tour and go you know to different stadiums and and play you know. Uh, you know, playoff games and the last two would play at Times Square on like the big screen and blah, blah, blah. And there's like, you know, big money up for grabs. Well, I, I watched that for a few seasons. I can tell you right now, like, the way those guys go at each other, I'm surprised the shit doesn't happen more often. Not necessarily a shooting, but flat out fist fights. Because those guys are in each other's faces screaming, oh, that's right, that's what's up. What's up? And all that shit. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. As a normal human being, you get in my face and scream like that. I'm gonna give you one time to get out of my face, and then I'm gonna get you out of my face. Right. But see, back in the day,
2: Rich, when we played cards, we did the same shit. Not necessarily nose to nose. That's but, the- I, we talked mad shit. But there's a difference between talking shit
1: and being an asshole.
2: No, because we used to be just dicks, and and here's the thing, dude. The way you and that's I a fine grew
1: up, line, Rich. That's a mighty fine line. I'm
2: I'm just saying, when you and I grew up, the biggest thing was we had to find out the bigger diss. Your mama's so fat, jokes you, you, You're so skinny, joke. You, your your dick's so small, joke. And and we had to be ready because we knew when we throw down, you had something. You went out and thought of it or researched it or. You had something, and I had to have a comeback. But now you do that shit, and and you're a bully. Now you do that shit, it's true. and you're gonna you're gonna offend someone's fragile sense of fucking ability, and, and they're gonna go and and get a gun and come back and settle the score.
0: Soft. But this goes back to, what, to when when Columbine happened. You know, when Columbine happened, there was you know all this. Oh my God, how could this happen? These kids from this well-off, you know, families and and well-to-do school and, you know, a.k.a. this ain't the hood, so how could this happen? And I'm like... Eminem. Met America, that's where it is. Now it's a tragedy. And my attitude was like, well, that's what you get. That's what you get, period. You can't... Yep. You can't, you go to school, and they say, you know, how do I explain this? I've seen this with my friend's kids, okay, who happen to be, oh, a lot of them happen to be your friend as, as well, Ice, their kids, and, yeah. and they're still bullying and bullying in school, it's just from a different per it's from from a different angle, you know. Now it's, you know, whereas before it was like, oh, look at that fag over there. Look at this pussy over here. Or, you know, what, you can't you can't do fucking 15 pull-ups. What are you, you know, bitch-made motherfucker, et cetera, et cetera. Now it's in the opposite fashion. Now the nerds are running to fucking schools. And so they're picking on people who would have been the bullies before. So nothing's really changed. They just flipped the script.
1: Yeah, I but- mean. Trust me, I've, I've thought as a, a, a former, as someone who was bullied all the time, I, I would love the rise of the nerds. No! You're doing the same shit. You're, exactly. using, you're doing the same tactics. Exactly.
0: I mean, literally watching that Madden Nation, these guys are video game geeks. I mean, they geek the fuck out on Madden to the point where they, they, they make their own playbooks, they make their own plays, etc., etc. They, I mean, I, I've played one of, those, one of the guys that's ranked that's pretty admirable. online one time, and he gave me the option to quit because it was like 54 to nothing at halftime. And I said, thank <laughs> God, because I didn't want to get it, you know, did not, you know, finish, disconnect, because then that, that puts you in a pool of people to play with that are a bunch of assholes who they can't handle an ass whooping. But, there's, you know, if you're getting slaughtered, though, hey, you know, you can quit and take the loss, and then, yeah, cool, because I'm not coming back. There's no way I'm coming back on you. Dude hardly ever saw a fourth down. Even if he did, he went for it and got it every time. Every time. I could not stop him. So it was just... That's the type of guys these are. Now those aren't like... <laughs> unless they are a prodigy at Tech game. Just for some reason, everything clicks when they start playing it. Those are fucking huge Madden nerds who spend thousands upon thousands of hours playing Madden. Those aren't fucking... Billy badass, rum, you know, rumble-tumble motherfuckers, but yet they get up here and, and, they, and they get in these competitions and they act like it, what do you think's going to happen? Because they're too fucking afraid to take a fucking punch. What's the first thing a coward does when he's afraid of getting his ass whipped? Pick up a weapon. And it's, you know, it's, it's also kind of how I feel all, these days as well. It's what you get for having a bunch of kids who, you, who anytime there's a fight in school, everybody's suspended. Yeah. The world's going to come to an end. You know, the parents have to meet with each other, and there has to be a peace powwow, and, and and, and you know, and, and counselors get involved, and all this horseshit. We're all smoking the peace pipe. <laughs> you know, all this shit. Whereas, we would get in fights in school, and unless a teacher fucking saw it, it, nothing happened. If you got your clock cleaned, you got your clock
1: cleaned. Period. Or, this, <laughs> this ra- radical, this... Parents nowadays, it explode. Uh, the kid who started it got in trouble, and the other kid didn't. Exactly. It was always it was always
0: said to me in school: "Don't throw the first punch, because then you are the one who will get in trouble." Yep. Now, don't start the fight, but you better fucking finish it. Now it doesn't matter. Now everybody's in trouble. So you got a bunch of kids who've never who've never. Even, you know, been in a fucking fist fight, but they want to be hard, and they can't fight worth a lick. Left jab couldn't break wind, all right? And I mean, like, what do you expect is going to happen? What do you expect is going to fucking happen? And on top of it, we don't even really know what the fuck is going on with this guy. You know, being treated for mental illness, everything is mental illness these days. Your girlfriend leaves you, you get depressed, you're mentally ill. No, yeah, his, it's a natural fucking reaction to being heart... It, being heartbroken is a natural reaction to being cheated on and dumped. It's not mental right. illness. It's, it's human nature.
2: His mom said that he was dealing with a bunch of depression and shit. <sighs> lately. And it's like, seriously? So you get a gun and kill every motherfucking buddy? That's their, that's their fallback fucking answer. And it's happened way too much in these in this past, I would say, decade for it to people not to understand it's not video games. It's not toxic masculinity. It's not any. it's a failure in fucking parenting. Oh, too, this Your is kid a, doesn't
1: This is a symptom of participation trophies.
2: They don't know how to fail.
1: Yeah. It's not knowing how to lose. Not knowing how to fail. Not knowing like it's what's the old quote i know i'm gonna i'm paraphrasing it but it isn't how it isn't losing that defines you it's how you handle it and we have a whole generation that does not know how to handle failure
2: yeah it's, it's not what happens to you that defines you it's your reaction
0: that defines who you are i have i have i know so many people who are you know 10 to 15 years younger who their attitude is the minute they try something if they're not good or great at it they're done with it. Like be it a video game playing a musical instrument literally anything. If they're not great at it right off the bat, or off the bat then I'm done with it. I'm not going to put time into this. Because it's a fear of failure. Exactly. Exactly. And I you know uh, This isn't just limited to the U.S. Yeah, the the, the amount of guns, yeah, that's a U.S. issue. But you go, Jesus fucking Christ, you can look up reports about the stabbings and acid attacks over in Europe to the point where London has, like, made laws you can't carry a pocket knife. They treat it like it's a fucking gun over there now. So, So, once again, is it really a gun issue or is it a people issue because people are just fucking shitty can't we just fucking accept that there's a lot of shitty people in this fucking world all there is to it and we're not helping with the way we you're absolutely right the way we raise kids because man we've said it a million times on this show All right, yeah that's wonderful you grew up with your self esteem being told your self esteem is the most important thing and all your thoughts and feelings were validated by mommy and daddy and the teachers who were paid to just fucking co-sign on that shit. But when you get out in the real world, that's not how it works. Here's the thing. I, because I missed last show because of the fucking
2: laptop issue. It, what I was trying to say last show was that it's very hard to find a really good pitcher nowadays. But it's really hard to, good, it's really hard to find a superstar athlete, Period. And any of our sports because like you said if they're not good at it right away they walk away in the nfl nba mlb back in the day we could say sit here all day and name fucking all-stars people that were just you you watched them and you knew they were hall of famers you were like good god almighty, look at the talent and that's that's when mj was going that, I mean, even with Michael Jordan, there were so many superstars in that league. Now, today, in every facet, every place from NASCAR to
0: Major League Baseball, there's very few quote unquote superstars. See, I won't, see, I don't, I, I, superstar has nothing to do with ability. I think there's very few all around. Well-rounded players, and there's hardly anyone who plays defense in the NBA. That, that that's, that's first thing that stands out in my mind, right there. I mean, it's just it's not, you know, it, it, it's it's an old tired fucking bit, but it's the truth. What the fuck happened to fundamentals?
1: What's in WNBA?
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And look at their ratings. I mean, that's that's that. It, that's. I think that's part of if you're not great at something, the minute you try it, well, then I'm done. Well, I'm not great at defending it. Or, or worse, I get crossed over and I break my ankles and I look like a fool. And now everyone's picking on me on the basketball court, so I don't even bother to defend them. Right.
2: I mean, but that's what just... I'm saying. Through, throughout sports entirely, in this day and age, it, it, when I say superstar, Rich, I'm talking about because when in... Yeah,
0: yeah, okay, I get it. You want right. to push the superstar word. You're not going to come up off it. I just disagreed with you. Let's move on. We don't need... I don't need a fucking well, four-minute reason why you're not going to give up on it. I know you're not going to give up on it.
1: I, I said, no, I, I kind of get what you're saying. You're talking about, like, that elite level of player. Like right, that, the
2: elite level. The, the player that you're like... You know, you want to talk about so-and-so. Like, you want us to talk about LeBron James in the L.A. Lakers, but LeBron James is the only person you could talk about in the L.A. Lakers.
1: Well, but that, yeah, no, that's just, it's a shorter conversation. It, it's, exactly. It, it's very shallow in sports. I mean, in, in the NBA, you got, like, probably LeBron James and Kevin Durant. In baseball, you probably got what? You got Altuve, you got Trout. Uh, in hockey, it, uh, I defer to, to Rich and-, and... Crosby and... Ovechkin
0: but once again I go back to there's not a whole lot of, of overall well-rounded players mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly. all I got to say about hockey it's either you're an offensive force you're great on defense or you're like what's left of the quote-unquote grinders because the enforcers pretty much been phased out of hockey I mean there's a few guys in there who are there just to make sure you don't fuck with the talent but for the most part Roster spots are at a premium with the fucking with the salary cap and the way the game's played today. NHL has pretty much decided, unwritten rule, we're not going to carry one guy who's going to get maybe 15 points, 200 penalty minutes, where we could put... Uh, or, you know, 15, that's that's a lot. Five points in a season, 200 penalty minutes. We could put a guy there that's going to get 15, 20 points and be, and be in the positive on his on his plus-minus. Not a detriment to the team, not taking... Penalties. Now you have, like, we've kind of, we're at the tail end of it, but you get the age of the pest. You know, whereas Matthew Barnaby was a shit talker who never backed down from anybody. Case in point, I think the man in his career fought Zedno Chara like four times, all five foot 11 of them against six foot nine. All right. Yeah, the dude would talk shit, but he'd fucking, he wouldn't back down from anybody. Nowadays, you got the shit talkers who, okay, I'm going to piss you off till you do something in the ref season and boom, I'm going to okay, I just drew a penalty. Okay. My team's on the power play. Now I go sit on the bench and let the talent go out here and work. There's no rocket recharge. There's no Bobby Orr's. There's no Gordy Howes. Well-rounded players who can do it all. I don't need anyone to watch my back. I watch my back. I don't need someone to go in the corner and rough it up and and, and get a pass to the fucking slot. I'll go in the corner and I'll rough everybody up. And I'll carry the puck into the fucking slot.
1: So it's just... Because these guys didn't have shitty parents. That's well, what we're getting it, at. The, the, the culture is completely different. Yes. All right?
0: I mean, it, you want to have certain things in your society that are going to be... There's going to be fallout from the, from certain things. It's all there is to it. All right? And... What, what irks me is not that fact because, you know, that's just how shit works. You do something, something happens as a result of it. Mm-hmm. You do A, B follows. That's You can't get mad at that. But what I can get mad at is people who refuse to fucking deal with the fact that B is a result of them doing A. And they refuse to alter what they're doing because they refuse to see the outcome as shitty. You know, oh, I got a little kid who fucking runs around talking to adults any type of fucking way, and gets his way all the time. Well, now he's fucking 18, he's in the real world, and that shit don't fucking fly. So what happens? I mean, it's...
1: <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's all going to be another excuse to come for football, isn't it? It's,
0: I, it? That's already started.
1: Yep. And
0: I mean, here's the thing. It used to be when shit like this would happen, it was the far right... You know, the video, the, the video games are evil because Jesus said so, bunch. And, yeah. it used to, and it used to be the far left because, you know, the, and those are people that there should never be any competition that ever, everybody should just be like, you know, paid just to, you know, hey, your parents fucked. So here, we're going to provide you cradle to grave fucking everything for free. And you can just sit around and contemplate your asshole for 50, 60 years. You in, know, and you know, the well-rounded players and everything,
2: Rich. They weren't. They weren't good out the gate. They did work on it. They didn't just go. Oh, I suck. I gotta go. They practice hard. You know. That's what I was trying to say. I've said this many times. That hearing you lost as a kid didn't make you a loser. It built character. It was like fuck. It. Today wasn't good enough. My best wasn't good enough. I'm gonna go practice. I'll be back, bitch. And today's kids don't have that. Everybody wants to be LeBron James. They want to be told they're special. You're amazing. You're gonna get handed shit all your life. And when they get told that, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they go out in the real world and they're not even close to LeBron James. And they don't get handed a fucking thing except a slap in the face to say, yeah, go on down the road. I got, I got other shit to do. Then they get all butt hurt and they're like, oh shit, I gotta go find something. And I, what am I gonna do? I, I can't lose. I'm not a loser. I'm a loser. And then you got your mom on the fucking telly talking about, well, he's been depressed. Well, no shit! He just found out for the first time as an adult that he's a fucking loser.
1: Well, just for Carlin's sake, kids are like everybody else. few winners, a whole lot of losers.
0: Uh, I mean, it, <sighs> the sad part is, is that we let off a sports show talking about this, and here's the reason why. You nailed it, Chris. The people that are connecting this a, a video game competition, because of the game they were playing, to actual people playing football out on a field, and the bridge that they use, that they build between the two, is violence, toxic masculinity, all these word salad buzzwords that were that were that were come up with by people who are, are fucking in the social sciences who've never actually went out in the real world because they've just been in fucking college all their life and when they got done getting their degrees they went and became professors but yet they know all about the real world
1: uh, it, And you get rid of football it's going to turn something else because I heard something the other know, day that said the reason we watch sports is because we don't hunt anymore
2: you know what dude it's like I said just right here a few minutes ago cool, get rid of football Get rid of toxic masculinity. Get rid of all sports. Get rid of them all. Until they're ready to say, oh shit, I'm wrong. We fucked up. We failed as parents. This shit is going to continue and it's going to get worse. I'm going to sit back with my popcorn because I don't have any fucking kids. <laughs> I'm going to sit back with popcorn and go, would you look at that? I I, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> if they want to uh, keep crying about toxic masculinity in football, cool. Do away with it all. And when it gets worse,
0: okay, fingers are going to have to be pointed somewhere. Well, I mean, I have family members who have already jumped on the, this is why I don't let my kid play video games. This is why my kid doesn't do this, doesn't do that. And I'm like, okay, great, wonderful. Perfectly, I, perfectly fine. But how do you explain 40 plus years of kids playing video games and this type of shit it is pretty much a millennial... Slash Gen Z problem. Dude, we how played you, way worse, way more violent games
2: when we were kids. I, we researched how to do the fatalities of Mortal Kombat. Yeah,
0: because we no wanted internet. to see that shit. There was no internet. You had to find
1: Right, out you would go
2: over to your buddy's house and write that shit down and go home and practice. And well, practice we were the
1: generation of Doom and Wolfenstein. The first Seriously. person shooter generation.
2: When you would just sit there and have shit explode. That when you shot it we didn't go shoot up our school we couldn't pass level 10 and all of a sudden we just got butt hurt and wanted to go kill somebody no we stayed up all night and then called in and missed school the next day
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 we're sick well uh, it's once like i said it's chance for people who and this is sadly this is anytime there's a anytime there's an incident like this Anytime there's an incident in sports that people have an axe to grind with, those people, this is this is like Christmas to them. It's just like coming, it's like being a five-year-old kid coming down and seeing all, you know, on Christmas morning, seeing all them toys and packages under the Christmas tree to them. How you felt when you when 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 you saw, a, you know, a gift for you at Christmas is how they feel every time something like this happens because now they get to go out and hop on their fucking high horse and talk down to us to the rest of us unwashed masses because they know better. They know how to solve all these problems. Even though the problem is just it, when we were kids it was rock music. And, and and near the end of end of my teen end, end of my my childhood which would be my teenage years it kind of became rap music. Oh, well, kids listening to gangster rap, and that's why they're out here killing each other over starter jackets and shit.
1: <coughs>
0: okay, well, um, I know a lot of people that listen to that music, grew up on that music, didn't kill one person for a starter jacket. Maybe you're talking about a fucking messed up person. But once again, it goes back to how would they get messed up. I didn't mess them up. Did you? Well, if that's no, who are you going to look at? But you can't look at the parents, because being a parent is the toughest job. Was it Bill Bill Burr who had the bit about, I'm tired of fucking mothers talking about it's the toughest job in the world? No, it's not. Being a rocket scientist, having to make sure that that, that seven people aboard a space shuttle you're putting in space doesn't explode and kill them all is a tougher job than being a mother. Sorry. Period. (laughs) All right, being an oil worker out in the middle of the ocean is a tougher job than being a mother. Being a coal miner, being a surgeon, a, you know, it's just but that's the society we live in. Being a defense in, man. attorney is hard. <laughs> that's the society we live in, man. You can't tell the truth. You cannot tell the truth because the truth no. pisses because people off and it hurts their feelings. Because the truth is they're wrong.
2: And that's not going to fly. Because I say they, because there's a lot of them. And there is no fucking way they are going to admit they're wrong. All of them, no fucking way.
0: That's why, so why do you think, oh God. And I've been trying to avoid this, but there's just really no way. Like all the super uber liberal people I know, especially younger people can't stand sports and it's because there's clear winners and losers. And that goes against their idea of well that's not fair. He tried really hard. Why does why does doesn't that count for something? No. Welcome to life. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Well, Star Trek Next Generation's only been off the air for what 24 years, 20, 23 years, something like that. You know, you figure the nerds who, who who worship that show, who grew up on that show, who are adults now, who have kids, would have taken one of the the lessons that they you know their surrogate fathers, Jean-Luc Picard said famously in one of the, in, in one of the episodes, which was, "You can do everything right, you can practice perfectly, and still lose. You have to get used to that. That is just a part of life." You can be the best player in the world, but if a team finds out your weakness and exploits it, you're going to be watching them hoist the cup. You're going to be watching them hoist the Lombardi Trophy.
1: The 2009 Patriots.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I
2: I finally had my first real encounter with with that mindset. I really did. I was on Facebook, and I saw a post... And the post was about uh, a preacher holding a sign that says, you deserved to be raped. You wanted it. Whatever. A lady came up. Was this, was this a Catholic priest talking to a five-year-old? It was just a, a, a guy that was posing as a priest holding a sign that said it. Okay. A, a woman came up. And smacked him in the head with a bat. And the Twitter post below it said, well, he deserved it. He wasn't wearing a helmet. He wanted it. And the person that posted it totally agreed with it. And there were a couple of other feminists that jumped on the comments and was like, absolutely. Toxic masculinities, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, folks, just a second. Rape is bad. Murder is worse. Forcing someone to have sex, I totally agree, terrible, terrible, terrible thing to do. But trying to kill somebody for holding a fucking sign, okay, way worse. He wasn't holding a woman down, he didn't have sex with a woman against her will, he was sitting there simply holding a sign. And this fucking, the reply was, her half her life story as a childhood, and what she had to endure, and that yes, if she sees any male promoting the, the rape
0: of women, she absolutely would hit him
2: in the head with a fucking
0: bat. Well, okay. Well, guess what, honey? You're only going to do it once or twice before you go to fucking prison for attempted murder. Enjoy that. That's the mindset we're in. And I could
2: not fucking believe I was like, you've got to be kidding. Two wrongs don't make a
1: right. Okay? Anymore. Just
2: because you happen to Did you agree, get the memo. Just because you happen to agree with one of the wrongs doesn't make it fucking right. No, two wrongs don't make a right. They do make it left. Apparently, man, I, I, I had to quit. I, I shut my phone off, actually. I was like, that. I can't even. How do you think that it's okay to take a baseball bat and hit somebody in the head for holding a sign?
0: It's the same. It's the same mentality of it, it's okay to it, it's it, it's the, it's the tribal mentality. Okay. Like the shit with Urban Meyer going on. If you're if you if you're a Ohio State fan, you minimize all the evidence that point, it says that he knew what was going on with his assistant coach oh. and his assistant coach's wife. Sli- nice job, Rich. Just sliding right in. All right. And yep. if you're not a OSU fan, then you're like what the fuck? If this guy was teaching at Youngstown, he would be fired. If this guy was teaching at Central Michigan, he'd be... Or not uh, teaching. If he was coaching at Central Michigan, he'd be gone. It's only because of, of of Ohio State University's place in college football that makes the NCAA and that college a ton of money that, they're, that he's even there still. He's missing the non-conference part of the schedule. Shocking. Yeah, I know. It's It's... What was it? Johnny Manziel had to sit for a first quarter one time. That was his punishment. Sit for a quarter. By the way, not the fourth, because we might need you to come back. Because, you know, sit for the first quarter.
1: The worst team of the they got to face is TCU, who could be a pile of shit by week three. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice it's that, it's punishment.
0: That, it's that tribal mentality, man. And it, it, it takes over. It has taken over everything. Everything. And if there's any toxicity in this fucking, in, in this, in this, in American culture right now, it is the tribal mentality that is toxic. Because it's got to the point where you can't even have a conversation. Because the minute you say something that someone else doesn't like, they shut it down. They start calling you names. Oh, you're a libtard. You're a killery bot. Oh, you're a, you're a Nazi. You're a Trump sucker offer. Whatever the fuck. It's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean, it's to the point, how many times have we talked politics involving sports? Whereas, look, I, man, I get it. I understand, I, I really do. I understand that, that you know, the 68 Olympics, Muhammad Ali, politics in the last 50 years of this country. hockey team. In, 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 in Politics and sports in the last 50 years of this country have become intertwined. I understand that. But when you have people from completely opposite sides of the political spectrum refusing to watch a sport because the sport can't didn't do exactly what they wanted them to do when it comes to an issue. That's got to tell you something. Because the majority of the people aren't on those the, 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 the very end of the political seesaws. That's the fucking whack jobs. That's the people we used to walk by on the street who were walking holding signs that the end is nigh. Repent sinners, John three sixteen. whatever, they were crazies, all right? You ignored them. Now we give them fucking, we give them voices and we say, and, and, and we let them dictate the conversation. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, man. There are text messages from, oh shit, brain fart. What is that fucking coach's name? Herbert Meyer? No, his assistant. Zach, Zach Smith. Smith, Smith, thank you then you said, Zach, for some reason, my, I kept Zach Schneider. I'm like, no, not the guy that directed Watchmen. Uh, Zach Morse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not him either. But no, I, it, it, there are text messages between Urban Meyer's wife and Zach Smith's wife talking about him beating her. And we're going to sit here and be like, well, I mean, it still doesn't prove that Urban Meyer knew anything about it. This should have been going on for a decade. If his wife, first of all, if his wife... Is keeping something like that from him for a decade? Nice marriage, Uncle Urban. Second of all, uh, I've been married. I've been with a woman for a decade. The only thing a woman keeps from you like that is who she's fucking behind your back. That's it. And the same. And the same. It goes in reverse as far as guys to the fucking to their wives or girlfriends. You 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 cannot tell me that the subject was never even brought up in a decade and if you do i'm looking at you going that kool-aid must be laced with so much sugar you're in diabetic shock right now because that's the only way you could fucking say what you did and not slap yourself for being stupid it's uh,
1: is,
0: i mean dude is it is dead serious if you disagree with me that's fine i don't have a problem with it just both of you answer me this question do you really think if this guy was teach was 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 a, was a coach at Western that he'd still have a
1: job? You know, he would be a cloud of brown and gold vapor. Absolutely not. Obviously, it's a
2: stature in the college community. Uh, this, but here's the answer me this though, Rich. All right, if this was Nick Saban, would he be gone? No. Oh fuck no.
0: He's a king in right. Alabama. The only thing that make Alabama riot quicker than fire and Nick Saban was, would be if they blew up the Budweiser plant.
1: <laughs> With Nick Saban in it. <laughs> Saban in it. Hey,
0: Roll Tide would fucking revolt, man. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't for you. You'd see a sea of mullets rise up. <laughs> Pit of Yo- misery, dilly dilly. <laughs> Yell through their toothless maws. Yeah, white guys know? and
1: black guys coming together. <laughs>
0: Cats loving dogs. <laughs> Total chaos. But no, it, it's uh, this story just. And here's here's all I can do is go. Okay. I got it now. I I got it now. Okay. A, that's my line. There's a there's a certain set of rules for one group of people. And then everybody, all of us, all of us, all us commoners and unwashed masses, there's another set of rules that we better follow. Hey, Uncle Urban is a superstar. He has superstar rules. Exactly. But this isn't a. This isn't something. That, forgive me, but trivial. Like you know, does he get away with a slash, whereas anybody else would be called? This is. His wife is in the medical field. She took Not him out. To <laughs> his wife is in the medical field. She took an oath that if she was to hear of something like this situation exactly, she's to report it to the police. Yeah, he, I think she's
2: in trouble, actually, for this. I think he, those those text messages are going to get her in a lot of trouble.
0: They should. And you know what sucks is that if you read the text messages, she's just trying to help. That's what I... That's why I say I cannot believe that he did not... That, that her, that, that Urban Meyer and his wife did not talk about this. Because at, at some point she had to go to him and go, Oh my God, Urban, even if you don't know this, I got to tell you this. Yeah, but it, here's the problem, though. It, in the, it's what we said before when this broke.
2: He, he's the like the son of Urban Meyer's godfather. So it, he was caught in one of the toughest pickles anybody could think of. And man. his godfather and Urban is quoted as being extremely close. So you're going to go to Zach Smith and say what? I know what you should say, but I mean, at that point, with the closeness of him and his godfather and whatnot,
0: what are you going to say to Zach? I well, mean I mean, you're asking the wrong... Dude, first of all, you're asking the wrong person. It wasn't... It was not domestic violence, but I was in a situation with a very close friend who did some very dumb shit that was illegal, and a mutual friend of ours was put in the middle of it. I'm not going to go into details, But that person, the mutual friend's career could have been fucking ruined because he still talked to me, and I still talked to this person. I tried for a few days after I found out what what the person who did the dirt did to call him and get his side. And after three, four days, the phone finally rang. It was him. He just said, oh, I guess you heard what happened. And I'm like, yeah, dude. And they're telling so-and-so that if he has anything to do with anybody who has anything to do with you, that's his fucking job. And he's been at this job for 25 years. This is not, he's the overnight clerk at fucking Seven Eleven. This is his career. And I'm not going to fuck my friendship up with him because you were a jackass. So I'll see you later. Yeah, I will make that fucking call. So I'm not gonna, what Rich is saying in short is,
2: he would be the fucking officer in the room going, you fucked up. You know you fucked up, right? You fucked up. You know that, right? If
0: I was Urban Meyer, the first time I heard about an incident, I'd have sat him down and said, What the fuck is going on? And if he told me a story that I was like, Okay, it reeks of bullshit,
1: Get your shit together!
0: He's bounced. He's gone. Later. If he tells me a story that rings true, If this is the first time it happened, It was a crazy fight, She smacked me, I smacked her back, Whatever. Whatever. Well, you know, you both are in the fucking wrong at that point, but you better fucking do something about it. Because you can't go around beating shit out your fucking wife. Period. End of story. And If it happens again, you're gone. And I'm not gonna fucking, I'm not gonna lie to people about why you're gone. I'm gonna tell them exactly, why is this coach fired? Because we have policies in place at this school regarding how you conduct yourself in a domestic situation and he broke them. Anything more than that, you're gonna have to ask him. But I'm not gonna make up some fucking excuse I'm not gonna say he's got a bad heart. He has to take two years off and then go fucking find a better coaching job somewhere. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I mean, I. And you know I'm hard. Like I'm, I'm I go real hard with the. Hey, you want to? Women want to act like men. They're gonna get treated like men. You step to me and you fucking put your shit up and you fucking throw a right hook at me. You're about to get a, You're about to get one right back at you. You can fucking, you can throw it, and you can dish it out, you can take it. I don't give a shit. Because after all, gender's a social construct these days. There's no difference between the sexes, right? So why should I not hit her because she's a woman? Yeah, true, like, like an equal. But beating your wife, and repeatedly doing it, and the shit that he did on top of it, taking dick pics at the fucking White House... Just being—he's uh, just—he's just a fucking jackass in general. Yeah, you gots to go later.
1: Yeah, man had issues. Phrase like, garbage person comes to mind.
0: I mean, I don't know if I if I was at the White House and I was like. In a bathroom, and they had, like, presidential towels. I might take a picture of my dick out next to it, but I'd be like, hey, look at this, man. My dick was out next to a presidential towel. (laughs) But you know when I would do that? When I'm, like, 15, 16, 17, when I'm an an idiot kid. not a grown-ass man. (laughs) Or
1: hammered. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've had a cell phone with a camera for over a decade, and I've been, I've I've drank, God knows I've Lord knows I've drank in that decade and I've never managed to take a picture of my dick or my balls. So yeah. I, I I don't think
2: I would I would take a dick pic, but I definitely would take a pic of me pissing in the fucking presidential
1: bathroom. Maybe like I'd, I'd beat off into that towel. Almost I must have had
0: <laughs> me about 15 Dr.
1: Peppers. <laughs> I, I believe pee.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it, it, it is it is set-asides. He's Urban Meyer. Chris, you nailed it. Sit for the three games that are fucking so easy. My little brother could coach that team to victory. And by coaching that team to victory, I mean, they just put my little brother on the sideline with a coloring book and tell him, don't worry, we got this. Because he don't know shit about football. And he'd still fucking lead those men to the promised land in those three fucking games.
1: Yeah, the the TCU is their worst, is their only ranked opponent. And they're ranked 16 right now. So that means they could either be A top 10 team by then, or a big flaming dumpster fire by then?
0: Yes. In the world of college football, depending on who you talk to, it's Alabama and everybody else. But those, that number two, three, four, five slots, those slots, yeah, that's hotly debated, but Ohio State's somewhere in there, in most people's rankings. You know, and let Ohio State catch Alabama on a bad day. It's it's just one game. Anything can happen. So, I mean,. like I said, it just was shit. I, I just, I don't know. I In today's day and age, how he is still cashing checks, I don't understand. I just don't.
1: College football's back this weekend, and we got to talk about this bullshit. Well, I mean, and I said it last show, and I said it
0: to everybody I've talked to about this issue, even not on the show. I don't care if this was hardball. Hardball, you got to go. I don't care if it's Bo Schembechler. You got to go. Sorry, dude. I mean, I could maybe, like I said. Was it was this one, Woody Hayes? If it was. he fired Woody Hayes for throwing a punch at a fucking opposing <laughs> player on the sidelines. Well, I mean, it was uh, back then. I think beating your wife was in the marriage contract along with obey. Mm. They, used to, yep. they, used, <laughs> yep. they used to be in the vows.
1: Yeah, but you got obey. a mistress or two out of it. <laughs>
0: Oh! Oh, good. Yes, because I don't get my balls busted by my wife enough. Now I have to go find other (laughs) women to bust my balls. (laughs) that's exactly what I want. That's why never people are like, "Wouldn't it be great to have four wives?" No. No. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What times four? Get the fuck out of here! Because
0: what happens? Okay, if you got uh, if you got your 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 wife and you got two outside women. What are you going to do to make those outside women happy when you ain't spending Thanksgiving and Christmas with
1: them? Well, it's every time I watched the episode of Big Love, all I thought about was like, dude, this guy never has any peace. Like maybe when he takes a shit, he has peace. And it's but that's about it, it. Yeah. Like uh but anyway. This uh are we done with Urban? I mean, it's it's a joke, right? It's and we we Talked about it for what last three weeks. Is there is there anything more we really need to say on the subject?
2: I don't I think we're done talking about Urban, but I think this is gonna have huge, huge implications and and repercussions.
1: Yeah. Oh, but but remember Michelle Beadle was done, she's done watching college football, right? And she's also done at her show. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: See ya. See ya. I I called that shit.
1: Like, you know what? I thought I had this thought today. ESPN For as much as you want to get on your fucking high horse the last few years and tell everybody what to think and how they should feel about shit, it sure seems funny when you threaten the commerce at ESPN how quickly they show you their colors and remind you, hey, nope, it's all about the money here. I mean, it's from last year with Jamel Hill threatening the NFL to, you know, Beatles says she's done watching college football while she's on the show. That had, what was it, had just signed up, like, 11 rotating analysts for college football. They're like, oh, see ya. You can go be not on this show. Yeah, You
2: know what, though? ESPN has totally revamped their whole listing. Totally. I mean, it used to be, you know, ES, uh, it, it Sports Center. Day and night, night and day, just on a continuous loop. It used to be, then it was all these shows it made them great. It was first take and get up and blah blah blah. Now it's just sports. Seriously, if you turn on ESPN right now, it's just sports. And then you get the late night ESPN Sports Center with uh, SVP. But during the day, you get the the game, the, the baseball game that's going on. Right now, uh, the Little League World Series that's going on right now, the, the soccer game that's happening right now. You don't get shows, first take and all that shit. That's not on
0: ESPN anymore. Well, I don't know. I don't have ESPN, but I will say this. If they've learned their lesson, more power to them. I mean, look, like with Jamel Hill, if you want to be a sportscaster, then talk about sports when you're at your sports job. If you want to be a political commentator, do it when you're not doing your sports job. All there is to it. Or find an employer who will let you do that. And there's there are there are sport jobs that yeah like go work for real sports where politics and sports are constantly you know talked about in conjunction with each other. Okay. Now that's, see. God. but I mean, that's but. That's not how it's seen with these people. It's seen as, well, wait a minute. I have a right to express myself, and I have the biggest audience when I'm on the 6 o'clock Sports Center. So I'm going to express myself. And you're absolutely right. You have a right to express yourself. Now you have a right to starve. Because people didn't All want to hear it. Express yourself All right, so, right into irrelevance. Right. So
2: on ESPN right now is SVP, Sports Center at Night with SVP. And Sports center goes all the way through the night in the morning. And then at 6 a.m., it's the Get Up show, uh, not with Michelle Beadle. Or no longer with like Michelle Beadle. But uh, then at 9 o'clock, it is First Take. First Take is on there. And then after that, you got the U.S. Open tennis. And, I mean, it goes and it goes. And I'm at 8 o'clock at night. And then at 10 o'clock, Sports Center. And then 11 o'clock, Sports Center at night with S- SVP. And then that goes on all the way through the night in the morning, and then it gets back to get up, first take, and then back to tennis all fucking day. So all these little side shows and all these little sick bits that they used to do, not on ESPN anymore. They got two shows. They got get up and first take, and then it's sports, period. And then at 10, 11 o'clock at night, they give you a sports center.
0: Yeah, but... August. ESPN still hasn't gotten rid of all the talk, you know, the the uh, opinion talking heads people because <laughs> Stephen A. Smith sass Tiger Woods isn't black. Okay, I'm just going to say this. If he wasn't Tiger Woods and he was driving around in Livonia here in Michigan, he'd be pulled over in Heartbeat. Why? Because he's black. EWB. So, uh, he's, he's like what? He's pretty much like what? The the, 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 the token, uh, not black guy, but the token uh, pot stir over at ESPN anymore? I mean, isn't he pretty much the last of it? Skip Bayless isn't there anymore? Yeah, he's pretty
1: much it. He's like, ESPN's token person who's allowed to have an opinion.
2: You know, we talked about superstars and and people of <laughs> rounded and all that, but uh, ESPN made their name by commentators that came up with cool ways to make it fun to watch sports. Watch Boomer. sports highlights, right? Sports highlights, right? Boomer and and you know, booyah, you know,
0: the Raiders
2: right all all of that and and you wanted to tune in because you, you you just he could go all the what you, you wanted to see those highlights. want <laughs> to hear Stuart Scott GP are you with me?
0: <laughs> right <laughs> but okay, once again, they were personalities reporting on sports. they weren't personalities who. Got their foot in the door, reporting on sports, and then started talking about politics on a sports show. They they were known for being colorful sportscasters. I mean, when you, I, let's I mean, let's just boom. Let's just get it out here. Do you even think of Jamel Hill as a sports journalist? No, absolutely not. I think of her more of like uh, like someone who comments on like comments on, on on modern culture, like a guest on Bill Maher.
2: <laughs> right.
0: You know, not...
2: Oh, sports, most definitely. No, 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 you can... Right there. She is definitely a Bill Maher uh, host, or or personality that will go on Bill Maher. Absolutely.
0: You know, and don't get it twisted. I watch Bill Maher, you know, but I don't watch Bill Maher for sports, and I don't watch sports Center for people to act like they're on Bill Maher. And the problem is, is that if... If she's saying what you want to hear, or if anyone on, 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 on the sports channels are saying what you want to hear, those people go, well, let, her, let, her, let her speak. If she's saying shit you don't agree with, the opposite of those people, or those people who would get upset, and you know, this ain't the time to talk about it. And I'm just in the middle going, can I just get some fucking sports highlights and scores? Yeah. Can I get some analysis of the play? Can you break down why this quarterback had a career day?
1: Can I get a box score, please?
0: You know, it... it it's
2: it's politics. Yeah, I it hate t- it when, the, when it's running in the background and, and they don't say shit. It's like, but that was awesome. Say something about that. Look, look, look. And they're sitting there going, and if they weren't going to stand for the flag, and it's like, I don't care about the flag, look.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I checked out on SportsCenter when they basically... Uh, the, the final straw for me was they played hockey highlights that no one was commenting on. It was, I mean, they didn't even have the local feed commentary. It was just the, the noises of the hockey game. And I'm like, is this, <laughs> did someone, is a specs graduate running the board, the soundboard, did they fuck up? No, every well, single no. hockey highlight in that like, minute and a half segment was like that. They're saving then, grace. Their their hockey guru now is Melrose Place. Well, I mean, Barry Melrose has been, you know, like... Canada don't want him no more, so... He's like, you know, the, the U.S. hockey guy. You know, you get Right, because you can't find Don Cherry anywhere. Can't even find a highlight of Don Cherry anywhere. <laughs> hockey Night Canada, Coach's Corner. Without Don Cherry. Like, like what is this dude? Like... On his deathbed? Don't have Coach's Corner without Don Cherry. What the fuck is that? But whatever. I digress. Yeah. But yeah, I just I it, the, the Jamel Hill thing is just a is just see, ESPN learned from Jamel Hill how to handle the situation with Michelle Bead Yes. Beetle. Yep. They went, okay, nope nope we're we're nipping this in the bud. You, you don't want to watch football? Fine. You will be on a show that does not talk about football at all. Go enjoy reporting on the NBA. Yeah, no
2: shits, because she was like, thanks for giving me my weekends and blah, blah, blah. And ESPN was like, have your weekends, your week, next year. Have it all. You're not here anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not going to talk about... Uh... <laughs> We're about to come into football season. and You're not gonna, because remember too, she uh, she hasn't been watching pro football. Uh, she she gave up on that, I believe, last season as well. So this would be season number two of her not watching pro football. So if she's just out on football altogether, oh well, uh, you're gonna need to talk about football because that's kind of what we do here. See ya and. Jamel Hill, they,
0: okay, get you off of the 6 o'clock sports center. Now you can go report for, what was it, The route? I oh. Like a, a sports...
1: Something I didn't read.
0: A sports slash culture slash social justice website. And... Slash nobody cares. Yeah. And she was basically, she took a look around and said, Oh, I'm like the guy who got his stapler stolen in office space. They've moved me to the basement. I can't even listen to my radio at a reasonable volume. I guess I should quit. And so they had a agreement to separate, which I'm pretty sure was her going, uh, am I ever going to be back in front of a camera on ESPN and, and host anything of any, you know, any, it's noteworthy whatsoever? And when ESPN went, no, no. Uh, you had your shot. You not only fucked up once, you fucked up twice. You went after Jerry Jones, then you went after football. Actually, you fucked up three times. Then you went after the president. And you forgot that, you know, yeah, a good portion of people who watch sports voted for that man. So, yeah, you're fucking with our money. Later for you, sweetheart. Yeah, and even the people that didn't vote for
2: him absolutely want to see a football highlight and be talked about football. Not told that it's toxic masculinity yeah. Stop making me feel guilty racist.
1: for doing something that I like to do every fucking Sunday for four months a year. Stop it. All I want to do every Sunday is watch fucking football. Stop making me feel guilty about it. Stop. Ugh. That's... But, dude,
0: this, this isn't it's anything It's not my privilege.
1: It's having a penis, all right? It's having a penis and living in our in the United States of America. All right? <laughs> it's, it's like Patrice O'Neill said when he pointed at Mr. 4.0 with the fucking nerd
0: glasses in his crowd, and he goes... You watch football and he's like no he's like what 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 dude doesn't watch football <laughs> yeah, like no just, no it's just a little too violent for me you know he's like yeah uh, and he looks at the other guy he's like you watch football he's like yeah how long all my life yeah see Did you play football in high school yeah and that's when he went into the we were warriors we we're gladiators <laughs> yeah,
2: get, get his socks
0: Tie <laughs> his socks on my
2: fucking leave.
0: like oh motherfucker's tied paralyzed dude <laughs> socks to their helmets and shit. Uh, you know, our crowd, our crowd's chanting, "He's paralyzed." <laughs> He's paralyzed. <laughs> oh, Christ! But yeah, maybe we, we should we should like next episode, like make it like an annual thing when when the football season actually kicks off, we play that bit. It's entirety <laughs> all right. We can do just, that. To, just to remind people. Guess what? even though ESPN Monday Night Football don't allow jacked up, that's still what the sport's about. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I... I I have to think that anybody at ESPN who's like... thinking they're going to... Hey, Rich, I just thought about something, dude.
2: (laughs) Okay. When, When Michelle... When Michelle made that comment on the show and shit, you know Jalen Rose was looking at her like she looked like he looked at Chris Webber. <laughs> I don't
0: know her. I ain't got nothing to do with her. I'm over here doing my thing. <laughs> Surprised he didn't look at her like and just say, "Bitch, please," and just fucking. <laughs> Anyway, I'm
2: surprised he didn't just shake her hand and was like, hey, it was nice doing shows with you. Guess he's so getting hard more hard screen hard.
1: time. Jalen
0: Rose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Christmas came early. Thank you. Yeah. I was I was just hoping for a card, but you're going to give me more screen time. All right, cool.
1: One less person to compete with and that I got to talk over. Uh, I mean, I, to both and Mel Hill, I hope it was worth it. Congratulations, you took your stand. I hope it was worth it. Yeah, I hope the friends and people
2: you hang out with, that's what you know, they were hoping for, and you can go back and have my ties and, and laugh. And,
1: enjoy. enjoy your studio apartment, Jamel Hill.
0: And 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 here's here's the thing that nobody but me will comment on because they're chicken shits. And they're scared of the backlash, and I don't give a fuck. All right. Because I just don't care anymore. I'm just going to call it like I fucking see it. You notice it was two fucking women. No. I got to say what I got to say. Go ahead, sweetheart. In fact, see that plot right there? Here's a shovel. Go ahead and dig your own grave. Because huh? you, you know, once that shit happened with Jamel Hill, you know that the word came from the top down. Whether it was a direct order or it was just, hey, look, man, the word at the top is... You get down here and start fucking shitting on the, the people that put money in our fucking, you know, food, in our bank accounts and food in our table, you ain't going to have a job here for very much longer. And no, I got it. We've all had that that girlfriend. Can we not have this discussion in the middle of the mall at 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon? No! I got to talk about it now! Go ahead. Make yourself look like a crazy bitch in front of everybody. Yeah. Knock yourself out. You did this. I. It, I mean, dude, you know I'm damn near like when it comes to to, to freedom of speech, uh, say whatever the fuck you want. But the, the the one thing that everyone forgets when I say that is the second part I say, just be prepared for the consequences
1: of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, too, ESPN isn't the government. First Amendment doesn't apply. Quite honestly, the Bill, the Bill
2: of Rights is not listed in, among the papers you signed when you hired into
1: espn freedom of press freedom of speech or their freedom against the government
0: you yeah, corporate corporations can censor you all they want the government can't correct right right the government
2: donald trump did not call in the espn and say fire michelle Beadle and Jamil
0: hill he might have. I mean, that, that doesn't seem out of character, let's be honest. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, it doesn't, but e- even if he did, that's not what happened. They don't have to comply.
0: Well, I... Uh, once again, just... Guys, your e- e- ESPN, stick to sports. All right? You want to inject... real hard. <laughs> you want to inject politics into sports. That's what your 30 for 30s are for. That's what E60's for. Those are shows that you t- if you tune in, you know you're going to get a side of politics with your main serving of sports. And the fact that so many people were so tired of turning into ESPN and getting a main dish of politics and a tiny side helping of sports. Now you see what happens. Now you see what happens. Because, hey, uh, you know, we're going to give people uh, a platform to talk about social justice and we support that type of stuff and blah 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 hey your numbers are down and guess what uh so is our income everybody's going to talk about sports now
2: <laughs> yes exactly well i mean that's what i was saying they made their name with sports personalities talking about highlights and then they tried to get funky with it and lost every fucking thing
1: yeah it wasn't broken they tried to fix it
2: right absolutely but let me ask you this: What if uh, Michelle Beadle just senses that uh, you know it—the time for ESPN is coming to an end—and just went out her way?
1: Now, nah.
2: well, g- guys, she still works for ESPN.
1: Yeah, she get fired. Yeah, she she's got, just been put into no man's land.
0: She's wait yes. for it, wait for it. It's coming. No, that very well might be. But she's but she's going to be part of it. See, now this is where. <laughs> This is where I'm like, hmm, yeah, this doesn't sound good for her. She's going to be part of a new NBA post-game show after the buzzer. And I'm like, huh, what are the chances of a new show succeeding? What are the chances of a a new show going down in flames? And everybody that's on that show being let go. So, hmm. Well, here's the thing. If the ratings are low... The ratings
2: are low on Get Up. The ratings are going to be low on that show. The common denominator is her. They can't fire fire her outright for what she said because then it's sexist and she they can be sued.
0: Well, that's, so when, just that's waiting, when... If this After the Buzzer show does a nosedive and is garbage in the ratings and it only airs twice a week, it's going to air Wednesdays and Fridays after ESPN's NBA doubleheaders. Yeah. So she went from Monday through Friday to twice a week. Yeah. Wow. The next The next stop is replacing Jamel Hill at the root it is. <laughs> 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 and she's going to be in the basement talking about someone throw my stapler. Someone throw my stapler. <laughs> 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 Set
1: the building on fire.
0: <laughs> oh Christ. Well, speaking of... I know this wasn't really on the uh, itinerary here, but it's I, when I was clicking on the Michelle Beatles story, uh, there's a story that popped up. Bob Costas is in talks to leave NBC. And go where? And why? No idea. Let's see here. Bob Costas this is via USA Today, published today on the 28th. Bob Costas is in talks to leave NBC... Only the Peacock has has served NBC Sports longer. Costas, his representatives, at NBC have held discussions that could result in a long time phase of NBC Sports being let out of a contract that currently runs through 2021. The person, the person requested who reported this requested anonymity because of the sensitive nature of the discussions. NBC declined to discuss, to comment on Costas's potential de- departure. Uh-oh. Costas declined to comment on the specifics, but offered some general comments and a pair of brief phone calls. With USA Today. There's a lot this is a quote from Costas. There was a very long period of time when NBC's program suited my interests and abilities very well, from late night talk show later to news magazines to baseball, the NBA and the Olympics, Costa said. After deciding my own to leave the Olympics after having done a dozen of them, you just look around and say, What was once a perfect fit no longer fits that description. It would be as if it would be as if NBC suddenly lost the rights to hockey, Costa said. They wouldn't think any less of Mike Emmerich and he wouldn't think any less of them. But they'd have to go. They'd have to go find a place to do what he does best. He would have to go find a place to do what he does best. Uh, by that, Costas doesn't mean baseball. He already broadcasts games for MLB Network, New York Post, which first reported that, about the talks. That reported that Costas wants to pursue a journalism show that includes news-making interviews and commentary, some of which might extend beyond sports. As the sort sort of show that might appeal to pay networks such as HBO or Showtime
1: or streaming services. He wants to tell us what to do. Well, I mean, okay. to be one of those guys.
0: But hold on a sec. Because this this speaks to what I just said, like, 30 minutes ago. If you want to talk about sports, or excuse me, if you want to talk about politics, and every once in a while talk about sports, and your job is to talk about sports, find a new job. So if he feels compelled to make social commentary... At least he's intelligent enough to, to to go. You know, NBC. This isn't the right venue for this. So why don't we just both walk away before someone gets fired and there's a big, you know, stinking to do about shit.
1: Or the other, what I'm thinking is, this is me too coming and he's getting out ahead of it. Well, I'm just thinking that he's made some comments before
0: that ruffled some feathers I mean after one of those shootings he he went into a what seemed to be ad-lived mini rant about you know gun violence in America and you know how it is in this country these days mm-hmm. you say the word gun and, and fucking twitter explodes for the next fucking four hours so I don't know uh Costas declined to comment on those possibilities, but he is known for outspoken commentary. He spoke the Oh, oh, here we go. He spoke at the University of Maryland in 2017 and said of football. The reality is this game destroys people's brains. The NFL is a business partner with NBC on Sunday Night Football, which has been a top rated program in prime time for the last seven seasons.
1: Ah. Uh, bye, bitch. Yeah, this
0: is this yeah. isn't this isn't nineteen ninety-seven where you can go to a college graduation and say some shit and the odds of it getting out are slim to none. Everybody has a fucking mobile news studio in their pocket. So... Yeah, if he got up there and said, you know, yeah, hey, look, football's killing people.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uncle Roger heard you were talking shit. You gotta go.
0: Well... I mean, it is going to be weird. I understand that, you know, as we get older, we have to get used to the, you know, the guys we grew up with not being there and retiring, but I kind of remember Costas when he was a young guy. Yeah. Like, this isn't like a, a, uh, oh shit, I'm I'm drawing a couple, like a Keith Jackson type thing or something like that, where he's just always been there. Like, I remember when he was like the young guy at NBC. And he was the up-and-coming guy, and he was the man at NBC. So it's just, you know, I don't know. All I can say is, I stick by what I said. If he wants to go and talk about more social uh, issues, and he he understands that NBC Sports isn't the platform to do so, more power to him. I kind of think he probably said something at that that. that university of maryland graduation in 2017 nbc got wind of it on top of the other shit he said over the years and probably told him you can't do that anymore and it probably got his nose out of joint and that's why he's like well then just let me
1: out of my contract but i'm bob costas well go see that shit on hbo then then maybe i will <laughs>
0: Can you imagine him and Brian Gumble on oh. the same set? Oh my God! No, the self-righteous smug smog. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it would overtake that studio in about three seconds. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so that's uh, a. That- That concludes today's segment on people who are supposed to talk about sports but don't, kind of like we're doing right now.
1: Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Guilty.
0: Well, the problem is is that uh, we're not a fucking you know X's and O's type show. Mm -hmm. Do you really want to sit down and and talk about you know uh, 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 Nick Castellanos? his war no we'll talk about you know how he's he's a leader in the clubhouse and on the field but he has no glove no 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 game in the field yeah we all know this what is
1: there to talk about no you you, you could talk about uh verlander's million dollar bill if you don't oh, talk about yeah, baseball you talk about that
2: <laughs> for being a dodger killer yeah for winning the world
1: series that's awesome yeah, where was he? he was having lunch in Beverly Hills? Ooh! The uh, bill came from the waiter at the Cabana Cafe at the Beverly Hills Hotel, included $30 pancakes. What the fuck was in these pancakes?
2: I'm saying, man, there was more comments about the fucking bill. That nobody cared about the million dollars like they should have. No. The $42 like,
1: salad. I want to know what is in this $42 salad, because there, for there wasn't really, there two of them on there? There was. Yes. I think Kate Upton was with him.
0: Are they growing that lettuce in Jennifer Connelly's pussy or something? Like, wait, wait. No, you can't put it sexual like that because Kate Upton was with him.
1: Some, no, seen, some people seen, would not, argue she needs the salad. Not me. I've, but I've, I've
0: seen her fappening pics. She might be into it.
1: Yeah. Just saying,
0: man. I'm, da- I'm damn sure jo- Justin Ber- Verlander is a red-blooded American male who's straight pretty sure he ain't going to be like, what? Are you, are you want me to watch you fuck another chick? Oh, this is the end of the relationship. Oh, my God, I can't believe this.
2: Am I not enough for you? <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to sling.
0: Slinger. No? Oh, and no, he's going to be like, well, I did take that marriage vow and sickness and health, and this is pretty sick, but honey, if it gets you off to watch me fuck one of your friends, well, I'll
1: do what I have to do.
2: Watch me par- pitch this perfect
1: game. Let's see. What, two
2: balls no strikes
1: <laughs> a skim latte with vanilla syrup for nine dollars cranberry juice for ten dollars
2: ten dollar cranberry juice get the fuck out of a here a green envy, envy for cure. twenty dollars that better not only cure but I better never
1: ever get a UTI two of these McCarthy salads what the fuck are these salads okay are we sure he was at Beverly Hills and not Comerica Park I know right <laughs> and then two eggs any style with meat 28
0: bucks well I mean if you're eating steak and eggs and you got a good cut of steak that's not that unheard of
1: yeah I'm just saying man go to IHOP for god's sake it's an open miscellaneous for million dollars for a dodger killer
2: yeah. hey you know what I said when I saw it hashtag tip the bill
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a bitch if he just paid the bill and was like whatever he probably could. And, well he could. The and of course he could. Good, but but I mean at that point, you know the owner's gonna be like, Well, technically this isn't a tip, so it goes to me. Right.
1: Hey, you know
0: No, I'm serious. That's what I that's the first thing I thought of when
2: I saw it. Hashtag tip the bill.
1: Hey. hey Well, you know who actually did get paid? Don't say it. Dude Odal. Don't go there. Don't do, oh, dude. Odell, stop it. Five years, ninety-five you know, for the,
0: million for all the shit. God damn! I didn't hear the numbers until right now.
2: God damn! For a wide receiver, guaranteed sixty-five million dollars. Yeah, in the NFL.
1: Jesus There's God,
2: fucking way but he is
1: worth. That yes, much he money. is. Ice. I was. I, did, I I didn't want to do this in the chat because I wanted uh, to do this On the show, I got a feeling I know what's coming. Hey, no, just because when we we all know the qualifier durability. All right, when he's healthy, he is arguably the best player in his position in the game. Seriously, who he he his first fifty games
0: have been the best first fifty games out of any wide receiver in the history of the game.
1: He is so worth that money. the problem is, can he stay healthy? Yes. That's the risk, the risk they're
2: taking. He can't even win a fight against the kicking in that, man. <laughs> hey, the you know, kick, well,
0: that's, the, that's not what he's getting paid for.
1: Yeah, he's paid to catch the football, and he does it so well. He does it so well. Well, we're going to see. I just, okay, here's my
0: thing. That's a lot of money for a wide receiver. And you know that only... that This is just raising the bar on what wide receivers are going to get paid. I mean, it's going to get to the point in football where you're not going to have an offensive line worth a shit because you can't pay them because you got to pay your fucking running back and your quarterback and your wide receiver and your defensive back. I mean, it... it Jesus fucking Christ, man. I mean, I... You, we bitch about the Lions being a one-dimensional team. All they have is Stafford and pass the ball, pass the ball. They can't run the ball for shit. Well, you keep paying your receiving cores and the person tossing the ball to them, that this type of money that they're paying, everybody's going to have a shit running game. Unless you've got a freaking nature nature back there who can just make shit happen out of nothing. I mean, that is fucking insane. And what's his hit against the salary cap? It is the salary cap. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like yeah, there's no more room
2: <laughs> between him and Saquon Barkley. It's all over.
1: Saquon.
0: Well, Barkley gets a rookie contract, and I think the rookie like there's a max to it. It's that second contract that he can really cash in on. And if I if I'm correct, rookie contracts in the NFL go four years with an option for five. Because wasn't that, uh, yeah. Because uh, Donkey Kong Sue was on one here in Detroit. And after his five years, he was 2-1s pimping. I'm off to Miami. I had me a co-star and slot on ballers.
1: Yeah, I'm off to Miami to be mediocre.
0: And now he's playing for the fucking Rams.
1: Christ. Yeah, he might get a Super Bowl. Might or At least an appearance. But yeah, that is—I don't know,
0: man. I—that's just a lot of money for a fucking wide receiver. I mean, that is a lot. I get it. He's the—you know—when he's healthy, he's arguably the best on the field at his position right now. Cool. Am I paying? Am I paying? Am I paying Jerry Rice in his prime ninety million dollars? No. I—I I mean, what, what the fuck happens when Eli retires? Who the fuck they got to throw to him? What about uh, Megatron? Would you pay him $90 million? Yeah. yeah. Oh, a, year. a year. You can tell you guys are Lions fans. <laughs> 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 Man, I don't... Ugh. I mean, honestly, yeah, I would pay Jerry Rice in his prime if I could get him locked down for four or five years. I might pay $90 T.O. is too fucking... He's too, he was too much of a wild card. I wouldn't risk that money in it. That length of a contract on a player who's going to fucking talk his way out of town in a year or two, Megatron, I would simply because yes, he could produce, and he also kept his opinions to himself and wasn't a fucking cancer and to the team. I mean, he definitely says what he wants to say now. I mean, shit, he 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 he's come out since he's retired and been like, yeah, part of the reason I left is retired is because what the fuck are the Lions doing? Nothing. I'm not. What gonna... about
1: uh? What about Brown? Wow,
0: Steelers! Is he not worth ninety million dollars?
1: Yeah, he's. These were ninety million dollars. Oh, oh, he's better than Odell. But it's, it, we're, we're, we're dip, any given Sunday depends which Sunday. I mean, those guys. That's who trades back and forth at one and two. Depends on the week.
0: My problem is when the decline starts. It's a steep fucking decline, and it's very quick.
1: Deshaun Jackson, looking at you.
0: I mean, it's not as quick as running backs, but I'd say it's the second quickest. So, I mean, it's just like, you better strike while the iron's hot and hope that he's good for the length of that contract and know when to get the fuck out of that contract. That's That's why we've talked now for almost two decades about... Patriots being the crown jewel of the NFL because they know when to cut guys loose. They know what guys to bring in and nobody else wanted, and they know when to cut guys loose before they start becoming a detriment to the team. Can you hear it? I I, I don't know if I trust the GM for the Giants that much. (laughs) That's just what I'm saying. Even
1: though,
0: I don't know, he has, Odell's done some, some, some on the fly repaired to his to his uh, uh, reputation and image so I mean you know the whole thing uh, being able to laugh at himself about the fucking you know the kicker's net and shit you know yeah okay he got pissed he did something stupid on the sidelines how many times have we seen a pitcher get pulled from a game and destroy the fucking Gatorade jug
1: I remember Gibby strike out go back and just tear the dugout up yeah i mean that's
0: it 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 happens you don't want a player who does it all the time but it it does happen you know so hey uh, because you did want somebody who broke the
2: bat over their knee i'm looking at you Bo jackson Oh, well, Bo
0: Jackson was a... Freak no. of fucking nature. Yeah. He's like a genetic experiment gone right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I oh, remember <laughs> that motherfucker climbing the wall, Spider-Man style, to get a fucking ball in center field. And the announcer was like, and he goes back, he goes back, and he climbs the wall. <laughs> like, he, I've never seen that before. <laughs> like, he just I literally... Know. That motherfucker ran up a, a wall. <laughs> a vertical
2: wall. My uh my my Detroit Lions heart was tested. Cause I'm down here in Wichita talking about best running back ever. Well, he native born, Wichita born. It's Barry Sanders, obviously. And somebody looked at me and then I was at a restaurant and they spun around and they go, Bo Jackson. And I went, Oh shit. <laughs> Cause I can't yes. how do you argue that? He didn't that have man longevity. Power? Well, he didn't have longevity, but he had power.
1: He had speed. Bo knew the IR. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the man played two different sports, man. Yeah, so did
0: Deion Sanders. Yeah. Well, prime time? Yeah. No, if, if Bo Jackson had had the length of career Barry Sanders had had, and then yeah. But if you're, if you're going to talk about all around, you have to... The all around best, you have to take into consideration every aspect. You just have to. I mean, it's like the all around best player right now in baseball is Mike Trout. He may not be the best power hitter, may not be the most, you know, speedy guy out there, but he's a five tool guy and he's well above average in all areas. So, all around, yeah, I'd give it to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, look back at like someone like, like Barry Bonds. He was, a, he was all locked for the Hall of Fame before he ever stuck a needle in his fucking ass. But look at what he also sacrificed. He became a fucking, yeah, I'm going to hit 70-plus home runs a year. But he ain't stealing no more bases. Motherfucker can barely reach around to wipe his ass. He was so muscle-bound. Right. Surprised he didn't just have a stick with a rag on it.
1: <laughs>
0: well, it's been, it's
1: he's a got a mental money. picture.
0: He's got enough money, he can get one in the clubhouse fucking... Clubhouse boy, come here. Wipe wipe Barry Bond's
2: ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Barry Bond just stands up, turns around and wipes him on the towel. he just moves up and down on the towel, that's all. Get don't be afraid to get up there and put some pressure on there. <laughs> <laughs> got get a nice clean. Use that Charmin Gotta gotta got do some channel maintenance. Get it up to, to one knuckle. That's fine.
2: Start channeling my inner Eddie Murphy. Ah. Mm, uh, whoa. <laughs> Hold on, boy. <laughs> now, now I want you to use a
1: real towel I want a fresh one from the dryer so it's warm.
0: <laughs> My anus is, is, is quivering in anticipation. <laughs> yeah. Like a pink little rabbit nose. Come
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, I'm going to. Way to go
2: there. Very Bite.
1: <laughs> Norton. Now that we put that all that image in everybody's head You're welcome, everybody.
2: <laughs>
0: look at Barry Jerry Bonds are gonna be like, Oh my god. <laughs> like, a, why am I thinking about Barry Bond's quivering asshole? I don't
1: <laughs> get a C and D from Barry Bonds. <laughs> hey, on, on a
2: kind of same note, different topic entirely. Uh, watched uh, football life for Emmett Smith. Do you know was, he was so proud when he
0: got the rushing title? Yeah, he's so proud. That the very next play, he lost it. He went for negative yards and went back under total yeah. yards for his career. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Well, that had a good look, Emmett.
2: He, it, it showed him hugging Moose Johnson and hugging his wife and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Okay. You did that as a cardinal, dick. If if Barry Sanders had even thought of going a little longer,
0: you'd have never touched it. Yeah, but Detroit did the same thing to, to him that they did to Megatron. No, right. you're, not going, you're not going to play for anybody else. Like You'll have to retire if you don't want to play for us. And we're like, all right, bet.
1: Rich, we need a non-sequitur sound effect. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
0: problem is I just keep thinking all the ones that Drew and Mark use
1: from Mazowie yes <laughs> I play them in my head <laughs> Earl this is not sequitur I should just get the dog yelling squirrel pretty much or the sound of keys rattling <laughs> no we were talking about fucking running backs anyways yeah but I think it's all back yeah, we were talking about Odo got paid and we'll see uh, what next? On our well, he's got the best quarterback ever. List of well, you know, I mean, we do
0: have three hosts whose two teams played each other in the dress rehearsal game, the preseason. Oh, and can I say, oh can that. I safely say, say that we were all three thoroughly, uh, uh, like, meh? Like, yeah. I, uh,
1: it's gonna be an awesome season.
2: Yeah, I, I was trying I so wait. hard. I was like, they kicked Tampa Bay's ass. They whooped Tampa Bay up and down the field. No, they didn't. No,
1: no they That's didn't. the dress rehearsal <laughs> for both teams. the
0: The only thing I can say is fuck 100, yard field goal attempt run back. That's it. That's the only good thing. I, that's the only good thing I took from that game. Seriously. <laughs> hey, we got a punt in return later in the game. I don't want to hear it.
2: Negated your kick return at the half. I just, I white boy, boy can run though. I'm going to tell you that. Keep him. he's, he's got a spot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> first, first of all, it's preseason football. Yeah. Second of all, these aren't two Super Bowl contenders that were you know in this slugfest. No. Uh, this is it, 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 depends I, who you talk to. Well, you know, I said it off the air and I'll say it here Ziggy Ansa, they, they I don't know if it was the team or him but it was the team I believe uh, they declined his option for next season so unless something happens he's going to be a free agent well they franchise tagged him this year well what that tells me is Matt Patricia's probably like yeah let his... no he's still under contract can't franchise a guy who's still under contract Pretty sure he got franchise tag, bro.
1: Iceman man, be right. Let me check. I'm I'm pretty well, darn why, sure.
0: It, oh, am I am I am I a victim of fake news? Why was the fucking the uh, I want to say M Live report that he didn't? Yeah, the team didn't pick up his option.
1: Well, they might
2: have had an option after
1: this year. No, well, he no. He is a franchise tag, according to DetroitLions.com yeah. on July sixteenth, twenty eighteen. See, I
0: the story story I got, Anza or Lions won't sign answer to long-term NFL deal.
1: Well, yeah, they can't cuz he's a franchise player. Isn't that correct? And then why? They make well, you a the franchise they, player so they don't have to pay you. They just they pay you the average salary of your position. Yeah, they couldn't reach a, a, a agreeable condition on
2: both sides. And they said, Alright, well, here, take the franchise tag. They did the same thing to uh uh what's his nuts in Pittsburgh? Twice. Bell?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Le- Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah, that's why that's why he's fucking leaving after this season. Come to Detroit. Lions next year. Come to Detroit. Lions next year. Come to Detroit. For the love of God, come to Detroit. He's not gonna come to Detroit. But Yeah he is. I can dream, can't I?
0: Well, th- to me, this just this tells me one thing. It tells me that this is going to be a mulligan. This this entire season is a freebie for fucking Matt Patricia, dude. That that's what this tells me. He, and then next year, he's going to start building the defense in, in, in as he wants to build it. And that means what? Like I said before, two three years at the at minimum before he gets the defense just how he wants it. this so, was still so pissed off. He had his ones
2: playing in the third quarter. After halftime, like, uh, dude. <laughs> well, I you <know>, mean, later. <laughs> don't
0: try to get him hurt in the preseason. What are you doing? I well, I do you really? I, I don't know, man. My point is, I don't give a fuck how long he played to fucking people, and I don't know what that fuck has to do with what I was saying. My point is that y'all better <laughs> strap in for another three, four years of sitting around talking about we're a couple of years out. Yeah, this is, this I'm not excited. This, this is this isn't a retooling that he stepped in on. This seems like it's going to be a rebuild from the ground up. Dude, we've been a couple of years out since they fucking founded the Lions,
1: <laughs> and at this point, we need to start. Uh, the other thing, I, I think that the, the 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 denial, the sheer hubris of the Lions fan, for at least for this season is something we need to start thinking about is life after matt stafford this is uh yeah. what his 10th season yeah uh so realistically we got five years or left years or less left with this guy even
0: even well no i think it was peyton manning's 10th season he won the super bowl but up until then he was the best player who can't win the big game I don't think the Lions are even anywhere to close to sniffing a Super Bowl this season. So. Uh, the,
2: see, but the, pro- the problem with the Lions is we always had the best player in a position, and we never got anything to go around with them. We always had the best running back, you know, in the NFL, but nothing uh, to go with them.
1: We arguably had the best quarterback, but. The best p- receiver in the league together for, what, six, seven years? hmm So what the fuck?
2: Right, so you got a quarterback and a receiver, and that's going to win you games?
0: No, as you saw in, in last week's preseason game, what's going to lose you games is the fact that the Lions have no pass rush and they can't stop the run. Right, so, I mean... That, that That's my point, Chris.
2: We had the best quarterback receiver combo in the league, but that's all we had. We didn't put nothing with it. We didn't put any running game with it. No offensive line with it. A defense that could stop a whole team for a whole game. Yeah, we had on Stafford and Calvin Johnson to fucking come back in the fourth quarter. Hey, well, I'm, if, one, if I'm right here, we had the just the the most dominant fucking defense I've ever seen in Detroit. And no offense
1: wait a minute I totally forgot we're going to the Super Bowl we got LeGarrette Blunt. oh yeah we got the yeah we got the Lombardi trophy guy he's like the good luck charm right the past three
0: seasons two
1: <laughs>
0: don't count this season yet but I look I, if if I'm a Lions fan this is what I'm doing okay Matt Patricia tear down this team this season get who you don't want if I play a season with these players get who you don't want out of here get who you do want in here build that defense get that defense to be a fucking elite defense okay hopefully Stafford still got something in the tank start making your fucking run and do it ASAP I mean, because I, yes, Stafford's not getting any younger yeah, he signed that fucking contract but that don't mean that he can fi- he's going to be able to physically complete the fucking contract. It's football. It's not fucking ice skating out there. You know, they're not playing. They're, it, it ain't curling. You know, where like, oh, I broke a broken nail. Shit. You know? No. He's always one hit away from retirement.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, keep in mind, most of these guys are, are always one fucking hit away from, that's it. Lights out. Done. Who's his backup? Iceman, tell me. Jake Rudock Huh? Jake Rudock. All right. So we're all set then. Super Bowl bound. <laughs> Matt Castle, Jake Rudock. Oh, Matt Castle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Matt Castle is a lion. A yes. Notice God, I said Jake Rudock. God damn Matt Castle. Just retire. <laughs> now it's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I said Rudock. <laughs> I knew all about Matt Castle. <laughs> Damn, how many Jake ex Ruddock. how many ex wives does Matt Castle have? Jesus God, I didn't realize it. Okay. First of all, he's thirty-six years
0: old. His first year was two thousand five. Okay. The list of teams he's played for. All of them? Is it like the pa- inti- Patriots, Chiefs, Vikings, Bills, Cowboys, Titans, Lions.
1: What are you? Are you trying to get more fucking frequent flyer miles than Jeff George? <laughs> you know right. Just <laughs> toss in <it> Seattle. <laughs> Good lord, you're a professional
0: backup. Like when you retire, they're going to be like, "So what did you? Pl- what was your position in football? Professional backup." That's it. Just, yeah. Jesus God. Being Hall
1: of Fame is a backup.
0: Hey, oh, my God, I forgot he played at USC. And guess who he backed up there? Liner. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. He played four seasons. The most games he ever played was 10 in 2002.
1: Hey, he won that battle. Leinert's been out of the league for years. <laughs> Castle's still in an NFL way. uniform. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He'll get, he'll get an NFL pension. If, if if Castle wants
0: to hang his hat on that, I guess he can. It's a little victories, Rich. God, he hasn't been a starter, it looks like, since 2010. Ooh. That's
1: eight years ago.
0: He had one complete season where he played 16 games, and that was the year the Brady went down, 2008. He played 15 in 2009, 15 in 2010, three years of nine, and then he's just... Pretty much been a backup he played eight in dallas in 2015 and he hasn't played more than four games since 2000 except for that one season since 2014. wow yeah well i mean hey more power to him man. make it make your money <laughs>
1: Exactly. Can't,
0: can't, can't get hurt riding the bench except for splinters in your ass get your yeah, paper for- <laughs> What can't say? Make your money, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, I, I had to I had to tell Chris this, so I, I will I will say this. Barring some sort of miracle, like I can't get emotionally invested in this year's fucking Tampa Bay Bucks. I've seen absolutely nothing that said, I really need to fucking like, you know, let my Sunday mood be determined by how they do. You know what I'm saying? You like buy, I just you can't buy in the fits? No, no. I can't buy in the fucking
1: Cap'n Crab Leg and... yeah, Mike Evans? And Cotter and... You're yeah, not and on the Peyton Barber train? No, no. I
0: just... Uh, I, I, at this point, I'm like, okay, so... When do we finally throw in the towel on the Jameis Winston experiment and start all over trying to find that elusive franchise quarterback that they've never had? Here's the bitch of it. With all Jameis Winston's bullshit, he's like a con hair away from setting all the Tampa Bay passing records. That is sad. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it's more the receivers than him. It, see, here's the okay. Besides his rambling on the pre, you know pregame speeches, eating W's and shit, and his like oh god, dude, I had I watched a uh, it was a it was a compilation of all his rah-rah speeches and dude just comment after comment on YouTube was what the fuck is he talking about? He is aware that he's at a football game, right? Like what the fuck is he talking? Like, uh, yeah, they threw a mic drop and I looked at him. I said, uh, are, you, are you strong? And he went, I'm strong. And I'm like, well, then we strong. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was, yeah, we, oh, yep. I'm motivated. I'm motivated. To do what? I don't know, but I'm motivated to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this W. What are you doing? Just sit down, jackass. Just <laughs> And it's 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 his off the field bullshit. And it's not young, dumb guy fuck ups. He is what? This is his fifth season? He doesn't he, he, he knows that he has to be an inspirational leader, but he has no idea how. Well, dude, you can't be fucking stealing fucking crab legs, sexually assaulting Uber drivers, out doing shit like you're a dumbass high school kid with no fucking sense when you're supposed to be the fucking the face of the franchise. <laughs> Who the fuck you think you fight, you playing for? The early 90s uh, cowboys? <laughs> Even Aikman didn't pull that shit. He let everybody
2: else on the team do it. Hanging out with Greg Hardy too goddamn long. <laughs> now that's
0: consent. <laughs> if any nosy honky reporter to start asking you questions. This will be
1: season four for just four
0: Captain season? Craig Legs. Yeah, God, it only feels like five
1: years. His rookie year was twenty fifteen. <laughs> Rich is just like it feels like ten years.
0: It does. It does. And like, dude, I went back and I watched a few of the uh, last year's Hard Knocks. With him. And, like, at some point during the filming of that show, he went from somewhat of a genuine uh, a guy who appeared genuine to just trying way too hard. I think he, he saw himself on TV and was like, oh, I look like an idiot. And so he became a tryhard, and he looked even more like an idiot.
1: He already owns a ton of franchise records.
0: That's what I he said. He, he's, he's, he's on the verge of... of Owning all of their passing records.
1: Yeah. He's got most passing touchdowns in the game, most passing touchdowns by a rookie, most passing yards by a rookie, most rushing touchdowns by a rookie quarterback in the season, most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in the season, highest single-season completion percentage by a rookie, most passing touching or most passing touchdowns in the season, most passing yards in the season. Yes, and a bunch of others I don't want to read because they're long. So, yeah. And you you know, okay... <laughs>
0: You know who their number one is? In passing yards ever? Who's that? Vinny Testaverde. Oh,
1: Oh. (laughs) snap.
0: Then Josh Freeman. Then Trent Dilfer. Josh Freeman. (laughs) Then Doug Williams. I'm like, you have...
1: That list of losers.
0: Testaverde, Freeman, Dilfer, Williams, Jameis Winston, Brad Johnson... Steve DeBerg, Craig Erickson. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Coming in at number nine, Jeff Garcia. (laughs) Talk about a fucking career backup. Mike Glennon is number 11 in career passing yards. Mike
1: Glennon, who got all that money thrown at him by Chicago to sit on the bench that's the best the best quarterback they ever had. They had for two seasons. Steve Young, and they got rid of him. Yeah, they, who wants that loser? Was it old Steve Young? Or was it young Steve Young, young when nobody knew who no, it was he was? Young Steve Young,
0: 85,
1: 86. Oh, oh.
2: shit.
0: Whoops. Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> I mean, it's like I remember him in the creamsicle uniform I'm like I uh, Jesus God. But yeah, oh it, it it's it's bad. It's bad. Dude, they're all time leading rusher, James Wilder. Who?
1: There's <laughs> <laughs> a guy he's a fan. He's The winningest coach. He was caller ten. He won a contest. The winningest
0: coach in the history of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, John Gruden, with a 57-55 record. Wow. He, he That's just,
1: the winningest
0: coach? Two games above five hundred. He just pissed over five hundred. That's it. Just
1: he stumbled out of lead. bed.
0: All-time leading scorer, Martin Gramatica.
1: It's like when wow. Stewie ended up in the, the Jewish <laughs> School Sports Hall of Fame. When he kicked the soccer ball,
2: oh god! Well, I say wow, but I mean, coming from
0: a Detroit Lions fan who had Jason Hansen?
1: best kicker ever. Yeah, ever. well, there's there's Z-
0: a difference between Hanson's twenty one hundred points and Gramatica's five hundred points.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I, I mean, it
2: could it could be worse. Y- y- your final score could have been five nothing.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
0: I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like what what baseball game did they get that score from? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, here's now here's the Lions. And here's the thing. They don't have a Super Bowl, but they have a much more respectable franchise uh uh records holders. Well passing, that's what I was telling you. We passing, always
2: had the best in, in in one position. Passing never put Stafford, anything with
0: them. Passing Stafford, Russian Sanders. Receiving Johnson, scoring leader Hanson, but winning, exactly his, coach, Sue. winning his coach Wayne Fonts 66 to 67.
1: <laughs> Wayne, <no. laughs> cocaine Wayne. <laughs> oh, Jesus,
0: God. Yeah, good times, good fucking times.
1: <sighs> He's he right, he right for this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh man. Let's get it on. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, it's back. Football's back. Cube Europe.
2: Ta-da-da-da.
1: Oh. Why, why? This isn't
0: like a basketball game from 10 years ago? Yeah. Wasn't it the Pistons who used to come out to that shit? Yeah. Like, really? That's the whitest shit ever. And the Pistons are going to come out to that. Like, the Red Wings would be like, nah. Nah, buddy, that's too white. We can't come out to that, eh? Like, <laughs> we, we, we gotta get some soul in there. Put some journey on. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that song dropped in that stadium lit. Yeah, because I don't even think you could hear Steve Perry.
0: Oh, you talk about the Red Wings game? Uh-huh. Yeah, unfortunately, white girls and skinny jean-wearing hipsters have made it cool somehow to, yeah. Born and raised in South
1: Detroit! You mean Windsor? There's no South Detroit. South Detroit's the river. There's Southwest Detroit. But I, was raised, I, was, I was raised
0: in Southeast Detroit. So the middle of the Detroit River. Yeah. <laughs> you, were you raised on a raft? <laughs>
2: Ritz, I've been I seeing. I just got done. Uh, I, I just got done watching the. Uh, Is this another master moment? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Squirrel, watching yep. the episode of Hard Knocks where the five to nothing score was done. You're you're gonna love it if you watch. Are you guys gonna watch it?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In you're fact, gonna love it. Uh. Yep, it's available. Yep. All right, then I won't spoil it for you. Well,
1: I, I,
0: I last week was, you know, all this buildup. Oh, man. It's the Des Bryant visit. And I watched it and I was like, this is nothing but just a photo op. Pretty much. He literally walked into the fucking complex and introduced himself to everybody. I mean, the motherfucker putting sausage gravy on his biscuits. He went up and shook his hand and gave him a fucking bro ball. I'm like, what are you, trying to rehab your image? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, because there's teams that could, he could be on right now that uh, because of his image, he's not. Uh, they could use somebody else to catch football in Seattle. Uh, New England could use somebody to catch football. These are two teams that could be you know, perennial playoff favorites. And they need pass catchers, and you need a gig. Maybe it's time to stop being a dick, Des Bryant.
0: Well, oh yeah, I forgot. Eric Decker just retired. Yep, <laughs> Eric Decker, another in a long line of white boys who Tom Tom Brady's given hope could play in the NFL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm
1: so disappointed
0: that uh, Jason Witten retired.
1: Why? He's like 50. Had to stop sometime. Yeah, but damn. <laughs> but damn. Like, what, you That's a Tony just, Gonzalez moment. Should he just be in a robot body? He was like 50 when he retired too. I know. <laughs> they were just the best at their position though.
0: Not everyone can be Ray Lewis. <laughs> no, seriously. I remember beginning of the 2009 season. All this talk about should Ray Lewis retire? Should Ray Lewis retire? And... First game of the season, he fucking went out there and had one of the biggest fucking hits in his career, jumping the snap count, running through the offensive line and blowing up the fucking the, the running back in the backfield for a huge loss mm-hmm. as, they were, as they were making a fucking march down the field to try to fucking win the game. And that, that play saved that fucking game. And I was like, yeah, you want to keep talking? I mean, literally, they were talking about him retiring five minutes before. Still want to talk that retirement shit? And
2: see, on the same level, I still remember when Troy Palomalu jumped over both lines.
0: I know that's right? the quarterback. <laughs> that I will never forget that fucking play. That motherfucker played safety like he did, had no fucks to give. Like seriously, I, I, I just recently watched or uh, rewatched that America's game about the 2008 Steelers, and he's like. Yeah, I just—he's constantly praying on the sidelines. And they asked him about it, and he's like, "Because uh, I'm playing football, any moment I could—I could die out there. And the way I play doesn't really help that." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, you think, dude? Just fucking." Oh God, that, that dude Troy, was on another fucking level, man. Troy Polamalu
2: reminded me of Alvin Mack from that movie, The Program. Uh, you remember I hear- that movie?
0: I remember the movie. I can't remember his char- character all that clearly. Al- Alvin Mack was a linebacker. He was all American linebacker. Oh, was he, was he the one at the talk end? Shit to everybody? Was he the guy at the end that, that it's like, yeah, you've been taking roids? You just played your last game? No, no. That was the big, huge white guy. No, this was a black linebacker who always
2: was talking shit to everybody and uh, actually got his leg broke. But uh, he said something that I could so th- just picture Troy Palomalu saying. But kick ass, kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Yeah,
0: but here's the thing: Palma wasn't like really a shit talker. No, like, he didn't say a fucking word ever. Like but he that's what I was thinking. You know, he—I
2: don't think he even liked the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think he liked anybody.
0: If he—if anybody was in his way, he hit him. I don't know. He—he just—I remember during that America's game, cough is very. I don't even know how to put it, like, almost zen. Like, you know, I, I, he's like, I, I don't love football. I love life. I love playing football, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I I got it. And he's, like, highly educated. You know, Bill Cowher's up there like, Columbus discovered America. And Paul Mallory, he's like, it, I can't remember who was telling the story. I think it was Ben Roethlisberger. He goes, and, of course, Troy put his hand up there. He goes, I actually discovered the West Indies. And he's like, "What? whatever. Just listen to my point. <laughs> he's like, Troy was that guy. If you fucked up on something because he's a history major from USC, he's like, no, I got to correct you. <laughs> well, because he's 100% right.
2: <laughs> Amerigo Vespucci discovered America, but whatever.
1: All right. Well, since we've devolved into randomly talking about football, does that mean we're done? <laughs> I mean, do we got anything else we want to hit? Well, I mean, did you guys catch
0: any of the other games? Sadly, I did not catch anything but highlights, really. I, I was trying my best to watch as many of these week three games, knowing it's the dress rehearsal.
1: I'm stomping at the bit for next week. I mean, next Thursday, dude. It's fucking
0: on. It's- <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, we I mean, got to do I'm-
1: unregimented. Oh, no, I know. But that's just when the game start. That's just when the season starts. I will love the game on GameCast on my phone, keeping an eye on it. It's just now the season starts. I mean, I'm just, I'm ready.
2: I-, I watched a lot of the games, and here's the thing nobody's a perfect fit yet.
1: So, as bad as the Lions looked at Tampa Bay, I have hope because nobody's a perfect fit yet. Tell them, don't sleep on Minnesota this year. Rich was, last year, Rich was like, hey, don't sleep on the Eagles and year before Iceman's, don't sleep on the Rams. I'm telling you, don't sleep on the Vikings this year. Yeah. No, I'm going to take a long winter's nap on the Vikings. The they Vikings are a perfect storm. Of They fucked up. Cousins had a garbage receiver core in Washington. Minnesota had garbage quarterbacks and a good receiver core. Now they have both found the solution to each one of their problems. And it's going to, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be, plus that defense, plus that defense, it's going to be dirty. It's going to be raw. Dude. That's why I'm saying, should have watched the game.
0: Nobody's a perfect fit yet. See, we're we're laying we're laying the groundwork for a season long debate between Chris and Earl. And it's gonna be the Vikings this year. Oh, come on. It's not the Vikings. I'm telling you. No, nobody's I'm gonna, a perfect fit yet. What I'm gonna say is if the Vikings have any amount of success, you're going to downplay it and egg Chris on. You're going to dangle the, the the hook in front of him with the squirming worm on it and be like, come on, take the bait. And Chris is going to go, you can't sit here and talk shit. They're the f- they're first place in the division. And blah, 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 blah. And this is going to be a season-long thing. They could be undefeated. Be third
1: place, they could be undefeated with now. all shutouts, and he'd still be downplaying it. Calling it now, third place. T- to who? To who? Who's finishing in front of him? Green Bay and a who? And the Lions, duh. <laughs> how does how does an unabashed Homer?
0: It's, it's acceptable. Like him, fucking have the record of picking that he does. Like, hey, I told you the first season. Yeah, I got the lion the
2: Lions pick, but there's all those other games that week that I have to pick. Just because I'm biased against the Lions doesn't mean I'm biased against <clears throat> everybody else. I understand the game. I'm trying to tell you Cousins is not a perfect fit yet. I'm not saying he won't be, but he ain't yet. He's got two Didn't good look
1: receivers. Good. He's got good. a good tight end.
2: Yes, he has he has the arsenal. I, I totally agree with that. It just he hasn't found the rhythm there yet. Dalvin Cook. That's why I'm telling you, they totally fucked up. Why did you trade to Case Keenum? He was there, he had the synergy. He's to he to the connection.
1: Garbage in Denver.
2: That was terrible coaching idea.
1: Case Keenum's garbage. Those receivers in Minnesota made him look good. Any oh, okay. receivers in Minnesota would make me or you or Rich look good. That's just a talented receiver core. There's okay, but he hasn't. They haven't made. Um, both of their receivers could be the lead guy on at any other. T- like Thielen or Diggs could go be number one receiver. On any other team
0: Me out there Playing quarterback <laughs> For the Vikings be the first Motherfucker In, in to, hockey st- gear First to motherfucker fall. In, Motherfucker In hockey gear Out there Throwing <laughs> a pigskin
1: around
0: <laughs> Is this guy lost? Like I don't think He knows what game He's playing
2: yeah. Somebody goes there To try to sack Rich And takes off the ice he, Come here bitch <laughs> yeah. Try to hit me I double dog dare you
1: Where'd he get skates from? <laughs>
0: And why is he running on astroturf with skates? What the fuck? <laughs> oh god, he's cheating. He's got blades on his cleats. Uh yeah. See, here's the thing. This is the this is the rough week to discuss football because we can't do picks for Week One because we got one more preseason game. But it's it is literally you're going, you know coaches are going to find and make the decision on like the the the, the fringe bubble guys so i mean unless this... the coach is stupid like gruden leaving in garcia week four preseason into the second fucking quarter and he gets his leg broke <clears throat> the fuck are you doing
1: gruden you know what this week is this week is just a tip
0: yeah that's i mean because you,
1: well i mean hold on a sec
0: Michigan and State play this weekend, don't they?
1: Yeah, see, they do. College, as I'm saying college starts, but I mean we're full board next week. I mean next weekend is just uh, oh, not this coming okay. weekend. The weekend after. I mean it's just it's it's college and pro all together. Okay, well, God damn you! I've seen some talk this week about it. It's uh, the quarterback guru's got his quarterback so it's hot seat time I've actually seen some media talk about this
0: good they need to uh, it, sorry I mean like no more excuses you've ran out of mulligans as far as I'm concerned but you know, that's just me whatever Uh.
1: so yeah we should probably pick this week's oh, games please. right oh snap, oh, snap. Let me get the pick music pad. got dust that bitch off. Cause you got, <laughs> yeah, you got, you got
0: state playing Friday and Michigan and Notre Dame on Saturday. Mm
1: hmm. Stand by, gentlemen. Oh, I gotta, this means I gotta get my, my house in order. Your abacus out so you can keep straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Who, who won last season, Earl? Yes, it's like okay. Two in a row. Take <laughs> your fucking order,
2: asshole. Get it out of the way. Well, to finish up, I do want to say that uh, Des Bryant did take a photo. You're not accepting an Oscar.
0: <laughs> just pick the fucking order. God
2: and dang. then Chris brought up the fact that he's decided to wait to sign with the team. I just want to ask him. No, I didn't if bring if that you...
1: up. That was a. That was a. T- Story that yeah he put out on Twitter that he's gonna wait till midseason to sign with oh you're waiting that that's your strategy no I'm gonna wait I want to ask his buddy Colin Kaepernick how that happened you know how that worked out dude he, Des Bryant is he's becoming another cautionary tale a la Tio yeah so we'll see how that works like don't be the a dick strategy Cotton
2: let's see how it plays out for him. All right. Alright. So let's go uh let's go different. I'm gonna go
1: Rich, Chris, and me. Alright. All right. Rich has the burden of going first every week now. Well no, it changes. Whoever wins the week before gets to pick the order. That's true. So
0: I'll pick it different next week. Go
2: on.
1: I'm gonna make a whole <laughs> pick sheet for how, how
0: mighty Caucasian of you. I'll, yes. pick, I'll pick the order different next week. It's two games. Dick, that's (laughs) mighty Iceman of me. Okay. Well, first game, Friday, thirty first, in Spartan Stadium, East Lansing, Michigan. The football powerhouse, Utah State Aggies, come in. (laughs) (laughs) Can barely get through that without laughing. Get fuck out of here tonight spartans you dine in hell of course you're gonna fucking win that game you better win that game or else it's gonna be some appalachian state going on your ass in east lansing uh
1: yeah this is this a, it dude do we I, I even have to think about this give me the spartans
2: i don't know man those utes i'm telling you the two what <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: the <two Utes>. <laughs> <laughs> The what? Utes? Are you saying? Are you Utes? saying Utes? I'm sorry. The U's.
1: <laughs>
2: the two defendants. Hmm? No. Uh, no, man. This even the most Homer of Michigan fans
0: has to pick fucking Spartans. Yeah, that's not even a fucking. That's, that's not even. That's not even a decision, man. Like there's man, no debate what, there. Though?
2: The, the most homer of, of Michigan fans are picking the Spartans and praying to everything holy that Utah beats them because they will
0: never live it down just like Appalachian State. You're right. Dude, I told everyone who would listen when that game happened in 2007, I said, in like 10 years, this, the true story of what happened on that, that game is going to come out. And it's already started to come out in drips and drabs. And the truth was you had players hung over from the night before, players still drunk from the night before who hadn't gotten any sleep because they thought it was gonna be a fucking a walkthrough. Like they 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 basically they showed up like they were gonna do a half speed walkthrough of the game. And they lost. And if that's the way they showed up, they fucking deserve to lose. That's what you get for fucking around. Period. I don't care if it's my team or not. Fuck is wrong with you? Act like you've been there before. Okay. Having said that, <laughs> Saturday, 7.30 p.m., Jesus and Khakis takes his fucking team out to visit Touchdown Jesus in South Bend, Indiana. That's number 12, Notre Dame. And that's... Eh, uh-uh. Michigan ain't starting off with a win. It's going to be Notre Dame. Yep. 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 Week one, the season's already over. With yep, 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 yep. The only thing you can look forward to is it's not an in-conference game. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta wait till uh, you play Wisconsin to have someone from your conference stomp your ass.
1: If this were a video podcast, you would see me in the studio turning my thumb towards the ground. I'm with you, Rich. If Notre Dame plays like they did last year this isn't going to go well for Michigan. I mean, especially, too, it's your your quarterback's first game with the team. We're in the night game. We're on the national stage. There'll probably be some nerves. You're not at home. Sorry. The
0: The only thing positive I can say about Michigan going into this game, from what I've seen and what I've heard, is that defense has a chip on their shoulder. And they're returning 9 of 11 starters. I just don't think that defense is going to be able to carry them through these type of games. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, you have to score points, too. I mean, you remember their defense last year when they played MSU? They kept going back and forth, both teams coughing up the ball. Problem was Michigan's problem. Michigan should have won that game. Michigan should have beat the fuck out of Michigan State last year. But they couldn't convert those turnovers into points. Exactly. Iceman, what say you? You know I'm going to pick Michigan. Well, now
2: I do. <coughs> I'm picking Michigan. I, I think you guys are right in everything you said, except I, I have to believe that Harbaugh, because I, I like him as a coach. I do. I always have. Him and his brother. And I think he, he's smart enough to see everything that went wrong and is definitely the coach that knows how to change it. And here lies the problem with college football. Like I told you guys before, you, there is no preseason, so you don't know what he's changed. You don't know how they look. Either team, you got to go off what you have. And you have a coach that knows how to coach. Now it's either time for it to prove it or, or time to go home.
1: It's your college football preseason that way we August would just be you know football through all of August that would be the college preseason as well.
2: I would
0: settle for a seven on seven. First time, first time, a college football team star player got hurt in a bullshit game that meant nothing. That'd be the end of that. It's true.
1: Yep. Well,
0: that's that's the problem. <clears throat>
1: Our first official picks are in for the week, gentlemen. Well,
0: either we're going to be tied for first, or Eastman's going to be by his lonesome at the top of the hill. Yeah. So we're already drawing the line in the sand, and fucking, you know, dude, we're not in lockstep here. Yeah. It, this isn't going to be like, you know, we, we all nail it. So somebody's going to be wrong. I'll never admit it. I'll kill my mom first. Jesus. Well, I mean i i any constellation as a Michigan fan, I want them to win I just don't think they will <laughs> that's, that's... I, I I gotta have confidence
2: in his coaching I've seen him coach I know how he coaches I think he's smart enough to make the changes to see to, to start winning doesn't execute the and plays i
0: you know i i I've been holding back on saying this about Harbaugh of all the criticism I've leveled at him. But I really feel that I, th- I feel that this is this is right on point. I think he's a little too corny for for kids these days. For guys college age playing football, he's just got that corny vibe to him, and it's like I can't shake it. Every time I see him, it's like, dude, if this was the '60s or the '70s, he would be right at home. But this is fucking 2018, man and you're running around like just it just he comes off as corny. I don't know any other way to put it. Like not phony. I believe he's genuine. That's what makes him corny. <laughs> like it's 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 the it's the guy on your block who cuts his lawn in black socks and sandals, but he means that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's dead them socks are pulled all the way up. He's dedicated to the look. I mean like that's that's he just reminds me of that, and I don't know. I don't know his. I, I've never been on the sidelines. Never been in a fucking private practice. Never been in a private meeting. I don't hear how he deals with, with with players one on one. But if he coaches and talks to players the way he comes off to me, I could see a lot of players being like, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the minute they leave his fucking office, they're like rolling their eyes, like, oh my god, what's wrong with this motherfucker? Oh, this bitch. Yeah, go listen to your Neil Diamond albums. What the fuck? <laughs> so I, th- it's just a vibe I get from him. You know, and I don't know, man. I don't know if that's going to work with... with. It, if you look at his record, uh, I, would you say his style's working? I mean, no, I wouldn't. But this is the year that
2: is his year. It and it's be, all on him now. It better be. It fucking better be. I mean, it's like we said earlier in this podcast and
1: this episode. You're out of excuses. You're out of things to point at. This is all you. And he got himself an SEC quarterback now, too. Right. You're out of excuses.
2: Yep. I just think there's so much negative and so much bad publicity coming out of college sports, period, and, and especially Michigan college sports. They, they, they've got to rally at some point. Doesn't matter. Somehow,
1: state's running the table. That's all that matters. Twelve and zero. Fourteen and two. Here we go. Twelve and zero. This is the season, son. This is the season. National champions. Oh, am I calling my shot right at the beginning of the season? That's a bold move. they'll probably get stomped by Alabama. Didn't we? <laughs> didn't 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 we already play that out?
0: <laughs> I. Hey, I'm just gonna let you dig your own grave on this one, man. Just same thing. I I learned my lesson with ice. You can make them bold predictions. Most of the time, they ain't gonna hold up. That's
1: true. (laughs) Now let me forget them.
2: Come on, Elijah Muhammad, Jesus Christ, Buddha, whoever the fuck is up there. Somebody let him lose to the Utes. One time.
0: (laughs) No right. No. What would What would What would really be fucked up? is in week two if they go to Arizona State and they lose well that's, that's too, not as bad as the Utes that's two parties he so came from Arizona State Dude, so it's
1: not as bad as the Utes but that's two party schools coming together that could be bad
0: that's <laughs> what I'm getting at I'm getting that <laughs> they can get a little too cocky party a little too fucking hard
1: motherfuckers on the sidelines doing tequila shooters <sighs>
0: Yep. oh yeah yeah, it might not go as uh, as expected. Let's just put it that way.
1: All right. Have corona readers and shit. Exactly. So with that being said, we're going to wrap that shit up. Oh, but next time we meet, we'll have a week of college football. Behind us, we'll be on the precipice of the NFL season. Oh. Just walking around like half hard all day. Next week, it's going to be fully hard, just fully erect for a week. <laughs> just waiting for one o'clock on that Sunday rubbing my nipples like that guy in the water boy well if it's
0: if it's any consolation I'm sitting here I'm looking at, at, at state and Michigan's schedule and they rank how hard of a, or how tough their schedule is state has the 24th tough, toughest schedule in the country that's what I'm saying Michigan has the third toughest schedule in the country.
1: God damn.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> five and seven? That's what your prediction? No,
0: no, no. It's seven and five. That's what I predicted. Come on, Harbaugh. One time. <laughs> but but you, guys, I know. I, you know what? But you see what Let I'm saying about
1: in- state. Like, if, it, if it's any
0: year. You know what? Fuck it. Let them go in there and house Notre Dame. Change my mind. Make me a believer. Give me something real. Not this bullshit, not this rah-rah, not these corny-ass speeches that run around with your shirt off like you're Matthew McConaughey's illegitimate brother with fucking fetal alcohol syndrome. Give me something real. Go in there and whoop Notre Dame's ass. Then then we'll talk. Because if they go in there and get housed by Notre Dame, I'm sitting here looking at Nebraska three weeks later going, oh, shit. And it's Nebraska. And this ain't 1980-something. <laughs> And this isn't Bo Schumbeckler. No. Yeah, no. Nebra- Elvis Elvis Gerback is not walking through that fucking door.
1: I've talked to a couple of Nebraska fans and they're not too optimistic on their season. So you you could take this one, Michigan, just saying. But anyway, hopefully next week we're talking about a Michigan State win and a Michigan win, even though I picked Notre Dame to win because, hey, I'm from Michigan. Even though as a oh, as a state fan, I just made my own spine tingle. But <laughs> it is up on Twitter at Sporty Podcast. Uh, we got the fantasy football league going. Got three spots left. Uh, Do those spots pretty much fill already? Really? Well, it's no. It's uh, one is left for your boy. That's what I'm saying. If your I, boy, I will, I will I, when I when I see him tomorrow, I will
0: get his email and I will send it to you. Yeah, and then you can send him the invite that way because he mm-hmm. swears every time he goes. It says all. It says he said the last time he went. it said ten spots were filled. Ten spots were reserved. There was no open spots. And I'm like, I don't. We don't. Who the fucker? We don't have twenty people. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't know what the fuck's going on here.
1: And if I could just gotta collect email addresses and then just start a new one and email everyone, then we'll do it that way. Like that's that's where I'm at with that. Just start a whole nother league, but no, yeah. Between him, bringing in the Michigan beer guy in this year, he's gonna play, and then yeah, now, dude, we're we're good with the spots. But if we get enough, because I also put the call out on uh, the Fantasy Life app that I'm a part of. Boy, the Fantasy Life app I'm a part of now and the one I would have been a part of 10 years ago are two different things. But, yeah, if we get enough interest, maybe we'll run multiple leagues. But, yeah, looking forward to... I've made a major strategy shift this year. I've already done a few drafts. I'm going to whoop everybody's ass this year, and I say that with confidence. I'm still going to suck because it's individual, it's not team. (laughs) Come on.
0: Yeah, just you have to join uh, he yeah. beat
1: me once he beat me once and he's going to hold on to it forever
0: here's that's the right. thing here's the thing you, the best part of being in this fantasy league is the absolute horse shit, nonsense trade offers that come from fucking o. <laughs> <laughs> and he means that
1: shit that's a genuine offer <laughs> I do not know a bag of footballs was an option on this app how did he find it? He's like, I'll, uh, I'll give you the Lions defense and an extra long
0: Slim Jim for Tom Brady. What?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's the giant Slim Jim. You want a giant Slim Jim? I'll even make it spicy, dog, the
0: Tabasco one. Hey, you can't turn that down. Oh, so then I can take a shitty trade and have heartburn? Great. Wonderful. <laughs> I swear to God anytime this season I see trade offer from incarcerated uh, career enders I'm just going to be like delete I'm not even going to fucking open this shit up I'm not even going to look at it reject (laughs) I'm offering
2: Jack Link's beef jerky this time
0: (laughs) you must be you must be fucking with Sasquatch I don't know (laughs) I'll
1: offer you two kickers for your starting tight end oh god Please don't. All right. hold, yeah, don't hold more than one kicker, Earl. Please. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. sporting podcast on Twitter. Email Sporty at ChristopherMedia.net. and check us out every Wednesday or Thursday, whatever. If yeah. if I get around to it Wednesday, I put it up Wednesday. If not, we go up Thursday. We're up every week, and we'll catch you next week.
2: All right, later, guys. Peace yeah. out, y'all.